0: Spider-Man 2's game length appears to have been leaked and even confirmed by Insider Gaming, and many are asking the question, is the game too short? How does Spider-Man 2 stack up against other games in the same genre? What about other PlayStation games? And with a $70 price point, is it fair to expect a longer game? There are lots of ways to look at this, even some context to consider from the person that is claiming They platinum the game in a certain amount of time. And beyond that, there is the ongoing discussion about filler content, bloating games, which doesn't automatically add value or quality to a game. Now, I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go looking for it. It's a longer video because it is a live stream. So if you like this kind of live interactive content, make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss out on my shows. Well, Spider-Man 2 isn't out yet, and we haven't even had the review embargo drop, but the game length seems to have been leaked, which is obviously the cause for discussion about game length. Is the game too short? Is it just right? Should it be $70? Another thing to consider is you know, the genre of the game, expectations we should have for games of this type, what should the game campaign length be, how long should it take you to platinum. So first we're going to look at what was leaked. This info has been confirmed and verified by Insider Gaming, but there is nuance and there is context that many might be missing as they jump to conclusions as well as criticisms. Completion times in games are somewhat subjective, to how the player plays. Secondly, I wanna look at other games, specifically other Sony games. There is no hard and fast rule here, but it is helpful to consider just how varied the spectrum is. I didn't find any uniformity across first party titles and even other games that are similar to the genre of Spider-Man 2, probably because game length is subjective to the aims of the story and the style of game. If every campaign was exactly the same length, we'd have to question if that was possible without being rigidly uniform and using lots of padding and filler content. Lastly I want to discuss the relationship between price and game length or price and game size. AC Mirage, Assassin's Creed Mirage, is a great example of a smaller game with smaller reach, smaller map size, and campaign length, and they decided to have their game price at only $50. This is also a great time to consider and discuss game genre expectations, as well as complaints. Many people have complained about games doing map bloat, where they bloat the map and overfill it, overstuff it, and use lots of filler content so first i want to talk about what did we actually learn what information has come out this is being claimed by somebody who has access to the game right now and yes the game is in the wild they sent out codes and the embargo drops on october the 16th that is four days before the official launch of the game which i think is a great sign of confidence from insomniac keep that in mind in light of what's being claimed about the game's length insomniac is letting folks have this game for multiple weeks, and then they're dropping reviews four days before the game launches, alright? There's no early access here, this is not in some weird, like, you can't post your reviews or anything like that. Hopefully they're not restricting what they can show, We've saw, we have saw it happen with Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty, and Phantom Liberty is great, I'm not sure why Cyberpunk was limiting, I don't know why CD Projekt was limiting that, so hopefully Insomniac doesn't do anything similar. Now, according to Insider Gaming, Quote, copies of Marvel Spider-Man 2 are out in the wild, and there's already a player who has claimed to have 100% completed the game in just 30 hours. So, who is making this claim, and did they provide proof? Because obviously that is something we want to know. It's not just somebody posting this on, like, Reddit or 4chan. This is somebody who has their hands on the game. They did provide a screenshot, and more from Insider Gaming. They said that Twitter user ChrisGaming95 posted on the social media site that he platinumed the game, and with his post, he included a screenshot. So I can show you the screenshot here, and we don't need me down in the corner. We don't need double cam, but there you go. That is the screenshot. He's got his platinum there. He's got his his, his, his screenshot of his uh, his PlayStation there. Now, Insider Gaming did not leave it at that. They wanted more info. They continue. They said, quote, Following Insider Gaming did reach out to him for additional proof of the claim. He provided it to us confidentially and gave us more context on the The matter. Now, the context, I think, is something that is likely missing from folks who are immediately claiming this game is too short. They're also ignoring the game lengths of virtually every other game in the market right now to claim this game is too short, but more from Insider Gaming. He said that he considers himself a, quote, fast playthrough player. He also says that he didn't skip any cutscenes within the game. As far as past Spider-Man games, he says it took him 33 hours to complete the original Marvel Spider-Man and 17 hours to complete Miles Morales. Now, when he's saying complete, he's saying 100%. Right? I had folks saying, I don't complete games this morning because I don't 100% them, which is interesting to me. I've never imagined that being phrasing. I've completed lots of games. I don't think I've ever platinumed a single one. I've never been somebody that does that. But this is somebody who really enjoys platinuming games, and it took him roughly the same amount of time to do it in the first Spider-Man. So it looks like he had a very similar experience with Spider-Man 1, and I think that is worth comparison because this is the sequel right and according to how long to when focusing on main objectives marvel's spider-man 1 is about 17 hours in length if you are a gamer that strives to see all aspects of the game you are little wing is now streaming on paramount plus i'm in a period of emotional people there's all the oh, i don't care crap a little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian Vision Mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little way rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Plus. Likely to spend around 35 hours. So this sounds right on pace with what we're hearing about the leak. Folks that just beeline the campaign are going to have, you know, a little under or close to 20 hours. And then if they do everything, it's going to be around 30 hours. So I would estimate the average player doesn't play through a game straight line. I mean, I know there's people that do that, but there's so much in the game. There's so many things that can distract you. There's so many pop-up events and little side objectives and activities to do. I don't think the average player is just going to just shoot through the campaign, And if you do, that's great. But you just have to know anytime you do that in the game, you're really kind of shortchanging yourself on content and length. Now, maybe you're in a hurry. I did this with Horizon Forbidden West. I was trying to get through it. I wanted to know what happened before Elden Ring came out. But usually people that do this know what they're signing up for. I don't always like doing this. But sometimes as a content creator, I feel almost forced to rush through a story. Review outlets feel the same pressure, which is why I'm glad Insomniac Games is sending out Spider-Man 2 so early so they have ample time to do virtually everything. Now, that's comparing it to Spider-Man 1. What if we compare this to other games in a similar genre? What about Batman Arkham Okay, it actually lands in a very similar place according to howlongtobeat.com. When focusing on main objectives, Arkham Knight is 16 and a half hours. If you go for completion 100%, it's going to take you about 50 hours. That sounds very similar to Spider-Man 2. The campaign length is right around the same time, just under 20 hours, and then completion time is 50. Now, completion time in Spider-Man 2 is a little bit lower at 30. According to the guy that did it, he did admit he's very fast at this. He plays a little bit faster, so you have to add a little bit of time there. But in general... I don't mind that. Like, I don't necessarily know if every player wants to look at that. Well, if I want to do 100%, what's it going to take? Well, well, the, the campaign's only 17 hours, but to 100% the game, it's going to take, you know, 100 that, that's That's always a big swing, I think. And that makes a lot of players say, no, thank you. Now, I did a 200% run through Arkham Knight, and it definitely has more tedious map nooks and crannies to get things to find right and I found it very satisfying I really like that game that game has aged incredibly well it was recently you know sort of praised by digital foundry on twitter and they were saying man it'd be great if this thing got a remaster or a remake i could not agree more let's look at another game though that does this sort of semi-open world superhero game genre gotham knights falls into a similar lane according to howlongtobeat.com it says focusing on main objectives gotham knights will take you 16 and a half hours and if you want to do 100 percent, it's going to take you 48 so there's a pattern emerging here the main campaign lands under 20, you know, and again, that's if you just do that. If you do any side questing, if you get distracted at all, most of these games are going to take you about 20 hours to, compete the, to complete the campaign, but then you're going to land a lot higher than that if you go for a completion run. So Spider-Man 1, Batman Arkham Knight, and Gotham Knights all have about a 17-hour campaign. The difference seems to be the 100% completion requirement is lower than on Spider-Man 1 and 2. It's not quite as high as Batman Arkham Knight and Gotham Knights. The value here, I think, is subjective to the type of player that you are. I actually think 100% completion rate, being more within reach, is preferable. If a game is around 20 hours, let's say, if you just do the main campaign, it's 20 hours. I think 30 to maybe 40 hours is reasonable. Anything more than taking you, you know, if it's if it's 20 hours to complete and another 20 to get 100%, I think that's pretty fair. That kind of doubles the length of the game. But again, this is subjective. Other people might think, no, if the campaign's around 20 hours, I want to be able to get another 100 hours out of the game to, you know, complete it. Again, that's, that's determined by the player. There's no hard and fast rule here. I'm going to touch more on that in a moment, like debating game value, game length, and price, but I want to consider other PlayStation games because I think that is another point of comparison worth making because this is a first-party Sony game. Is this falling below where other PlayStation games land? Now, when you start looking at the time to complete other Sony games, it's clear there is not some rigid rule here, okay? I used, for all the stuff I'm going to say to you in this segment, I used howlongtobeat.com, all right? pause no just kidding that that website i actually think is very helpful in considering these types of games if you ever want to like get a get an estimate on how long it takes to beat a game or 100 a game check out this website so for uncharted 4 if you just focus on main objectives it's 15 hours to 100 it's 31 hours so that lands very close to spider-man 2 if we look at God of War Ragnarok, if you just focus on the main objectives, it's a 26-hour campaign. If you want to 100% the game, it's 53. That's almost a perfect setup in my mind, right? You basically have 26 to beat it, and basically double that if you want to 100% it, you know, 53. So that's a bit of a bump up from... Spider-Man 2, and I, that doesn't surprise me, God of War Ragnarok does the one camera shot the whole time, there's tons of cutscenes, even before Ragnarok came out, they talked about, I don't even know what they said, like 16 hours worth of cutscenes in God of War Ragnarok, so the main story and completing you know, completion time that game is going to be a little bit on the higher end compared to Spider-Man 1 and 2, and I wouldn't even say in a bad way, I think that's just a stylization choice, right? That's a game direction choice. I think that definitely adds to a main story playthrough as far as how long it's going to take you to do it. Then if we look at Horizon Forbidden West, it lands in a similar campaign length to God of War, but then Completionist takes way longer. So Horizon Forbidden West's main campaign, if you focus on that alone, is around 30 hours. But then if you want to do a 100%, it's 88 hours, okay? Okay. I think that tracks. It's a different style of game from God of War Ragnarok. It's got this massive open world. There's all these little tiny things to do. I tend to get overwhelmed by that, and I don't do that in games like this. I did the all the little green checkboxes in Spider-Man 1. But I tend not to do that, I get a little bit like uh, disincentivized, it's almost like you want to see all the things disappear on the map, you want to see all the question marks go away, I'm still slowly doing that in Ghost of Tsushima every once in a while, I beat the game but now I'm like making sure there's no question marks anywhere on the map, right, I like doing that but it can sort of start to be pitted against you. On that subject, I have about 66 hours in Ghost of Tsushima. I just posted a screenshot on Twitter of all the game hours I've been putting into games, and it showed 50 hours for Ghost of Tsushima because I've got the director's cut on PS5 and PS4, and it tracks the time separately. But, 66 hours in Ghost of Tsushima, that actually... Is a really satisfying playthrough. And funny enough, I've never platinumed it. I just enjoy the game. I beat it and I'm still working on Ikishima. But I do think this is going to be different player to player. You can put in 66 hours in a game and still not even really have the game platinumed. Now, if we look at Ghost of Tsushima, it's 25 hours to complete the campaign if you just focus on it and 61 and a half hours to 100% according to how long to beat.com. So, i put in more hours than is even, you know, estimated to be required to get 100% and I haven't 100% of it yet, right? Cuz this is going to come down to the way that you play and what you focus on and what you prioritize. I've never been a big big fan of like kill this many enemies in this way on this side of the map, I've never even looked at trophies, I don't even track them I don't look and see if I'm close to getting one that's never been something that I've cared about, so if semi-open superhero world games are landing in the like 20 hours for the campaign that I think is fair but there's also a lower end of game length if we look at ratchet and clank that game if you just focus on the story is about 11 to 12 hours if you do a 100 run it's 18 hours so you're talking 12 hours for story maybe 20 hours to do everything i absolutely loved that game i loved my time in ratchet and clank and i didn't platinum it i don't even know how many hours i have in it i think 30 but that doesn't even land close to Spider-Man 1 or 2. So you can see where the comparison's going here. There's no hard and fast rule. We got Uncharted 4, which is close to Spider-Man 1 and 2, then God of War, Ragnarok, and Horizon are way higher on the 100% completionist run, but then you have Ratchet and Clank falling way lower. Then let's look at Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy 16, if you just focus on the campaign, is 35 hours to do the campaign, and then 78 hours if you go for a 100% run. So that's understandable. It's a very cutscene-heavy game. The cutscenes take a long time. The one night I beat a boss, I was basically in a daisy chain of scenes and story and like a time skip and a new, getting to a new area. It was like 28 minutes. I was just like watching a TV show. Now, I loved it. I loved the story in Final Fantasy 16. Some people some people might not like that, but that's why that game's landing longer. You know, 35 hours to, to beat the main campaign, and then double that, you know, well, a little bit higher, 78 hours to do 100%. So, it's clear, there's no hard and fast rule, Ratchet and Clank lands at, like, 12 hours, Final Fantasy 16's landing at 35 hours, if you're just doing story, okay? This leads to a bigger discussion. Does game length determine value? Should game length determine value? price, the first game that might come to mind with respect to price, uh, size, or game length right now, this is very contextual, is Assassin's Creed Mirage, a game that admittedly took a different approach to Assassin's Creed after all of the enormous games like Valhalla or AC Odyssey. Those games were enormous, okay? They have gone back to a single contained location, the map is not going to be as large, and they've spoken out about how how long it should take you to complete the game so according to interviews Assassin's Creed Mirage will take 20 to 23 hours to finish and 25 to 30 if you want to do a 100% run so the 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 difference between a campaign run and a completionist run is 5 to 10 hours that's great like I think more games should be doing this so this is very close to spider-man 2 and People are going to probably take issue with that on price, right? I saw this about AC Mirage. I generally celebrated this. I saw other people celebrating it, saying, this is fantastic. Games should start trimming down. Games should focus on quality, not just quantity. This should be a great experience, right? Now, for comparison, AC Mirage taking maybe 30 hours to do everything. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 61 hours to beat the story and if you do everything in the game 144 hours. Valhalla is basically a live service game, right? You're going to have you're going to put in like over 100 hours to get everything done. Just to beat the campaign, you're talking 61 hours. And I mean that's if you just focus on the campaign. I highly doubt anybody is doing that in a game the size of AC Valhalla. You're probably going to touch 70 hours or 75 hours just to beat that campaign because you're gonna do side quests you're gonna get distracted you're gonna explore you're gonna wander off the beaten path You, you just are i don't think it's possible unless you're very determined to just stick main path main campaign so if you have 61 hours to complete a campaign and then half of that to 100% AC Mirage, that's a very stark difference. The point that may become one of contention here is that AC Mirage is not a full-price game. It's only $50. Given how many other games that we've looked at that are in the 20 to 30-hour completion range, I don't think that's why the price is lower. Okay? I'm gonna restate that, alright? I don't think AC Mirage has its price point set lower just because it's a faster game with respect to like 20-30 to 30 hours. We've seen tons of games that land in that threshold that are full price. I think the size of the game with respect to the map, the total traversable area, that is why AC Mirage decided to not charge full price for their game. It feels safe to assume that Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok are much larger games and yet their campaign completion times were in the same range, 20 to 30 hours. So I don't think campaign length or how long it takes you to 100% a game, that's not the sole determining factor for how much a game should cost. Another comparison that would be helpful is Redfall versus Starfield, okay? A a lot of people, I think, if you look at these games, they're going to be asking that same question. Those were full-priced games. So first, looking at Starfield, I think should calm any criticisms. Starfield's campaign is 20 hours in length, and if you do everything in the game, it's 146 hours. That's a huge difference, right? The giant chasm between 100% completion of Starfield and the campaign I think makes perfectly good sense. This is not a game that anybody expects to play and complete quickly. Except there are people that just play campaigns. I've never understood that. You know, I always think like if it's a game that's that large, why wouldn't you go do all the other things? In action adventure games, I understand just kind of doing the campaign and putting the game down. But in games like Starfield, I've, I always expect people to kind of go the distance beyond the campaign. You don't have to, but. Everybody's different. Now, this is not a game that anybody I think expected to put down quickly. Similar to AC Valhalla, there is a lot to do after you're done with the campaign. So the campaign landing in the 20 hour mark, I do think is worth noting. Though I continue to feel that once a main campaign gets beyond 20 hours, it's time to wrap it up. Okay, campaigns getting to the length of Valhalla, like 61 hours, I'm good. I don't, I don't want a campaign to take that long. All right, I don't mind longer games. But the content loop starts to get repetitive at that point, and it pulls the story quality down, in my opinion. In other words, completing the story in about 20 to 30 hours feels perfect. Everything after that can, by its nature, be more repetitious because you're clearing the map, you're doing side quests, you're doing smaller objectives. So they're smaller in scope and size, so they're going to be more repetitious. That's totally fine. The campaign should feel like a perfectly sized meal, like a complete product and all the extra stuff can be opted into if you want given that both Starfield and Redfall were $70 games it's worth comparing to prove the point Redfall takes 12 hours to beat the campaign and 32 hours to do hundred percent completion that's significantly lower than Starfield and yet they are priced the same now let's just imagine Redfall didn't have all of its quality problems let's just say it was a solid game and it got good scores Let's say it was an 8 out of 10 game, okay? You wouldn't determine its price point by game length, as we've demonstrated across a large spectrum of games. And that's a point worth making. Game genre expectations have to be established. I do not expect games like Spider-Man or Ghost of Tsushima to have the amount of completionist content like Starfield or Valhalla. They are different style games. They've got different approaches to the content. Beyond that, people spend hundreds of thousands of hours in games like Destiny, Diablo, Elder Scrolls Online. Why? Well, those are ongoing games with content loops that are built for Repetition. Action RPG games or action adventure games, they don't feel built to have me running 60 plus hours of completionist content, especially in light of all the complaints from gamers recently about games having too much bloat, too much copy paste. Completing a game's campaign and looking at a map that will demand three to four times what I've already given the game to complete it, that just feels lopsided. I'll admit, AC Valhalla feels a little bit lopsided, but people loved it. It felt maybe built to be more like an ongoing live-service action RPG. I generally expect a 20-hour campaign game to have 30 to 40 hours to 100% it, right? If it's a 20-hour campaign, 30 to 40 to do everything. And it should just scale up from there. Now, this is obviously my opinion, but certain genres and game types are not as conducive to long-tail engagement. It's a question of potency versus quantity. When you're telling a story with content, the potency of the story can be diminished by repetition. This is why fetch quests, or chase the person through the streets quests, they can start to get old really fast. You sort of know the outcome before it happens. So, I've grown to appreciate more games seeming to embrace trimming down and focusing on quality. We know that Spider-Man 2 has side quests that will be more impactful. They'll be more worth doing. They're going to include major players and good story beats. I will gladly take a game with less frivolous side questing, especially given we know the map is just going to be full of things to do like we've seen the map in Spider-Man 2 there's going to be all sorts of little things to do I don't need a ton of side quests that are also feeling in that lane and in that vein I think game length value and price is a great discussion to have but until Spider-Man 2 reviews drop and the game hits the public we can't truly know the value or quality of the game like so many other factors game length is just one way measure a game i for one think a good blend of quality and quantity is what all games should strive for games like spider-man 2 could easily pad out a bunch of extra content with copy paste missions and copy paste activities doing that doesn't raise the quality of the game even if it raises the time to complete it so for now it seems spider-man 2 is landing close to where the first game landed with respect to length of campaign and length of platinum and for me That's right on target for another great game. So let me give you my thoughts and my uh, conclusions here. The first thing I'm going to tell you is be on guard for spoilers. Okay, (laughs) it's it's crazy that this is the world we live in now, right? Console tribalists are already committing and saying that they will try to ruin Spider-Man 2 for fans of the game. Uh, that's not what this leak was about. I want to make sure these things are happening at the same time. So I want to kind of take up for the guy that leaked the length of the campaign and the length of time it took him to Platinum. He wasn't trying to harm this game or, or ruin it for other people. The people that are doing this are in a weird place in life. Like, I think they genuinely probably need help, but that's not what this guy was doing. As far as I can tell, the leaker was being purely informational was happy he was happy to admit he plays faster than most people and given all the comparisons that we've done i think spider-man 2 is landing in a great spot i'm not concerned at all about the length of the game i prefer games to be a lot easier to complete anyway okay 80, 80 60 to 80 hours to get 100 percent on the game i'm just never even going to consider that I, i've got too much going on in my life i'll beat your campaign i'll do some side questing and then i'll move on okay The second thing I want to say is the debate about game length versus price is an interesting one because logically some people are arguing that certain games should cost significantly more than $70. You heard me correctly. Their logic actually dictates that that some games... Are, should be more expensive than 70. And let me explain what I mean. The gaming community has consistently missed out and missed the mark. And I don't think a lot of the people who talk about this talk about it in an accurate way. The fact that gaming budgets are insanely more expensive today. We did a little bit of research into what went into like, there was a Mario game and a Zelda game for the Nintendo 64. And they built both of those games with about 200 employees and $12 million. Which, according to inflation, is nothing compared to what is spent on games today. The budgets of games are insane. The size of the studios is nuts. And two of the biggest games of that era had 200 people and $12 million. That's split between the two projects, by the way. That's like $6 million per project. That's insane, okay? And that's loss on everybody discussing game price. They continue to say that the, you know, the companies are greedy and they don't have to pay for plastic shipping anymore of cartridges, which is a reductionist, you know, unidimensional look at the cost of games and what goes into producing them and, and getting them to market, okay? So, in this discussion, everybody's saying games are getting too expensive. Well, if you're going to argue Spider-Man 2's price range should be lowered because of its game length, well, now you've essentially put games on a continuum. On a spectrum. What about games that you can get hundreds of hours out of? What about thousands of hours? So should Elden Ring cost more? Should AC Valhalla cost more than 70? If you're going to put games on this continuum and you're going to say, well, this game falls a little bit short, it should cost less. And the problem with that anyways is that there's plenty of games in the market, whether it's Starfield, whether it's Redfall, whether it's Batman Arkham Knight or Gotham Knights or Uncharted 4 these all these games land in similar thresholds of here's how long the campaign is now the platinum completion number is all over the place when you look at these titles but in general campaigns are landing in and around 20 hours in many games and i think that's a great that's a great place to land okay i'm not arguing that the game prices should go up according to game length But the simple logic of, well, this game's shorter than that game over there, therefore this game should be cheaper, that doesn't hold any water. Because then you could start arguing that game prices should go up just purely based on how long they take to platinum. So, what, is Assassin's Creed Valhalla then like a $120 game? Do you see what I'm saying? I don't think that's how we measure the value of a game or how much it should cost. The conclusion that I have is this. As far as I can tell, Spider-Man 2 is landing right in the sweet spot of the genre and the game type. Even folks like Jez Corden from Windows Central and John Lennon from Digital Foundry are celebrating the size of this game. Here's a tweet exchange between these two gentlemen. Jez said, Why are people trolling Spider-Man 2 for being 30 hours to 100% complete? That's a very good length in my opinion. I agree with Jez. John Linneman agrees. He says, wait, is that really happening? 30 hours is a gigantic amount of time for a single player game like this. Good Lord, this focus on ultra lengthy games is ruinous to this industry and it usually yields a lot of cookie cutter content. So, I saw that this morning. I, I had already written my monologue and I saw their exchange this morning. And I thought, they're saying the same thing I'm saying. They're saying, listen, you, this is great. This is a good length. We don't need padded out content, we don't need a bunch of cookie cutter copy paste content. Okay. So, I, I decided to add that. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. And here at the end, because it's precisely what I think. I think it's precisely what a lot of gamers are starting to think about game length. So, Spider-Man 2 is arriving in a state, is it too short? Is it too small? Obviously, that's subjective to the player, okay? Some people might think they want a game like this to have 75 hours of completionist platinum trophies to chase, right? I'm actually glad that the game is landing where it is, 100% to complete it in roughly 30 hours, because for me, I like games to complement my life and add to my life. I don't want them to become my life. And that's the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here. A nice strong turnout for is Spider-Man 2 too short? Make sure you have smashed the like button. Let me get the coffee in the frame. <clears throat> Excuse me. And guys, you're crushing it. We hit 2,100 members yesterday. The goal of 3,000 members is totally possible and we greatly appreciate you guys helping with that so let's get started today and we'll see who who decides to be the Han shot first of the day on the daily member goal every 25 I give five I ended up having to give 15 members yesterday to you guys so you know congratulations to everybody that got one of those 15 members that I gifted we're at 2100 members and we got to get to 3000 for fright night where my wife and I'll play through some scary games for you and there it is, DK Bager. He shoots first. Thank you so much. And that gifted starts the day. Hopefully we can see Mark Miller, who is Feed. Hopefully we can see Feed get a gifted member. We always take care of Feed. And don't forget, I got a whole new batch of shirts from EC77. I love their shirts. I think they're awesome. They've got this just, I don't know, this cool, like grungy rock band vibe. And uh, and I've got a new one that they printed specifically for me. I'll be wearing that at some point this week. So make sure and use code Lono at ec77.co if you like any of the shirts you see this week. $70 is no problem for any length of game. Uh, Dave Langer says, You have to remember, there are no loading times and traveling around the map is going to be super fast with the wingsuit. Right, and that potentially maybe cut down on time, you know, maybe that, maybe doing that. Like, let's say they didn't let you do that. Let's say the fast travel wasn't as fast. Let's say you couldn't zip around the stream. uh, I'm sorry, uh, around in the wind streams with the wingsuits or whatever. You're basically flying like Superman. Like, let's say you couldn't do that. Well, if you couldn't do that, it might be a longer game. You see what I'm saying? They could certainly pad the game out with tedium and things that just take a long time. I, I don't think that makes for a good game. I, I, I think we underestimate too. Think about it like this. With with what are we actually saying? We're saying, oh, well, the, the, the time to platinum's 30 hours. That's too short. You do realize that Insomniac could go in and arbitrarily just raise all the requirements. Oh, instead of killing this many people in this style of content... We've doubled it now. We we've doubled it now. So now instead of having to kill 25 thugs on the east side of town, you got to kill 50, right? Well, I guess you don't kill. You're not you're, you're Spider-Man. But you get what I'm saying. They could easily go in to all of the trophies and just raise the requirements. You understand that's not adding content, right? That's not adding value, that's not adding quality. That's not the determination of whether or not a game is good. Well, yeah, you know, the campaign's around 20 hours and uh, it takes 75 hours to do everything else. Why? Well, because they just rate everything's takes forever. That's not good content. That was like the people giving me grief about like, apparently that site that tracks your trophy says I've never completed a game, which is a hilarious way to measure completion. So I've never completed a game, even though I've beat Elden Ring, Sekiro, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider Man, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, Ragnarok. I've beaten all these games. None of those games count because you haven't completed a game if you haven't got all the trophies. I've never done that in a single game. I don't like to do that. I can't stand chasing trophies. It doesn't make any sense to me. If it makes sense to you, I'm a more power to you, but. I don't get that at all. Would you want them to just give you more to do? Just keeps asking, is it going to be on Windows? All right, you just spamming, son. You know it's not going to be on Windows. It's a PlayStation game. It'll come a couple years later. But if you want to play a Spider-Man game on Windows. Go get Spider-Man and Miles Morales on Steam. Uh, Thrifty was 6 months and a Member Plus, $70 for high quality and amazing stories well worth it. Also, this isn't the order. It isn't going to be 5 hours to beat. Smiley with 21 months and a VIP, Spider-Man 2 being 30 hours for completion is the perfect sweet spot for me. Doesn't need to be any longer or it might start to feel like a slog. A $5 super chat from Ragnarok. Good morning, fellow nerds. Today's my B-Day. Can we do a massive sub-train to celebrate? Okay, this isn't me, so don't clip this out of context and call me an e-beggar. Just kidding, you will. Uh, Ragnarok is saying, can we do a massive sub-train for his birthday? So, that's on y'all. That's on y'all. That's what he wants for his birthday, okay? That's what he asked for. Happy birthday, Ragnarok. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, As far as time to platinum, says Eugene, Sony titles don't have these asinine requirements. Their plats are very doable through playing normally. Patrick Q says, I'll start it up. He said, I got no problem helping out celebrating this man's birthday. Thank you so much, Patrick Q. 24 months from Basito says, finally celebrating the red badge. Road to three years starts now i've been playing both spidey on my ps5 in preparation for spidey 2 such good games loving every minute thank you basito nice red badge basito zubair zubair gifts a member it goes to donnie you love to see it you love to see somebody like donnie getting a gifted member congrats donnie thank you so much zubair lono is the new uh king of hate (laughs) no i'm not Derek says I will not be accepting any it's too short side stuff isn't fun opinions unless they are accompanied by an example of a game that is both long enough and has perfect side quests name a game yeah I mean there are even side quests in Ghosts of Tsushima that I didn't enjoy doing I think my least favorite Ghost of Tsushima is like one of my all-time favorite games And the ones where you have to, like, walk up to a grain of rice and, like, look at it. Donnie pays it forward with a gifted member. He gets one, and then he does another one, and then another one from Gavin Hillick. That's a layup. That puts it at 5 out of 25. That's an easy score to sit up. Nice job, Gavin. And that sets up the 20-bomb dunker, and Cristiano pushes it a little bit farther and takes it 6 listen Ragnarok asked for the sub train I didn't ask for a sub train so you guys are saying happy birthday to Ragnarok thank you guys so much that's that's the community that we have here right <laughs> you guys will literally oblige somebody for their birthday and I appreciate it very very much Eugene says as far as the time to platinum I already read that um, you were behind yeah I was like what I already read this first Spider-Man game was long enough for me has a great story uh, they say Spider-Man 2 is the same length but everybody's different I don't know about you guys, but do you expect a sequel to automatically be longer? Zybersword with a gifted member. Many hands make light work, and all these single gifteds add up very quick. Joker Quinn with another one, and that takes us to eight. Thank you so much, Joker Quinn. Final Fantasy VII on my LG CT looks amazing. Nice. Chasing the pigeons in the first Spider-Man game was one of the worst side quests I have ever done. Hopefully, they make improvements with Spider-Man 2. Ragnarok says y'all are the best. Ragnarok, you got to demand more. Like in sit, like set a number. Give him a, just make them work, brother. <laughs> I think the time was on I think the time was on an easier difficulty. If you go maximum difficulty, I get the vibe it'll be a nice chunk. Right, I mean, we don't know if he put it on story difficulty. So, like, did he like never die and button mash his way through the hardest fights? There's just no way to know. He said, admittedly, he plays through games rather quickly. Right, Poe buddies with 12 months, and it's a VIP. Says happy birthday Ragnarok, good morning Lono, and Ristic comes in with a gifted member and takes it to nine on the day, and Poe buddies Nerfik takes us to 10. Thank you so much, Poe buddies Nerfik. Eugene says, Miles Morales, 27 hours. Spider-Man Remastered, 49 hours. That includes DLC. I did not platinum these games. Yeah, I've never platinumed the game. It just doesn't interest to me. You know what I mean? I, I, some games I'll go the distance with, right? 66 hours, in, uh, 66 hours in Ghost of Tsushima. Somebody provided me with that information because they said you had to combine the two. They found a website where they combined the two or whatever. Um... But Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4, 36 hours is what I put into that game. The 36 hours and Horizon Zero Dawn, 64 hours into Horizon Zero Dawn. God of War on the PlayStation 4, I put in 54 hours. So that's typically, you know, how I handle these, right? I I go in and I play about as much as I possibly can, you know? And I, I think that's, that's the difference between me and folks who chase Platinums. It's like, I just have never, ever, ever been interested in that, right? Hi, Mark Miller. We've got to get Mark Miller a membership today, guys. We just, let's go until he gets one, all right? I'm willing, I'll gift every single time. Like, I'll do the five every time. We've got to get Mark, we've got to get feedback into the member pool. 30 hours minimum for a $70 game. White Knight Real says exactly. He could have played on the easiest difficulty and made his excuse, I play fast, you know? Also, it's been a while. Glad you're still doing your stuff. Uh, Oscar, keep being awesome. Oh, glad you're doing your stuff being an awesome dude. Thank you so much, White Knight Real. I appreciate that. Raphael says, I platinum that game. It took me 40 hours or so. Spider-Man on the PS4. Right, and this guy's saying he platinumed the first Spider-Man in 33 hours. And he platinumed this one in 30. So it's like, well, okay, that's that's a lot of game that's a lot of game time like what are we even talking about it's crazy to me where people you know land on this okay so barrier platinum Ragnarok in 50 hours that's pretty good That's pretty good. Rockin' Robin sets it up. That's a layup. That five bomb lays up for a 10 bomb dunker. Thank you so much for doing that. Rockin' Robin. We love to see those nice member layups. A $2 tip from Kirahi Says, is it confirmed that Spidey 2 gets DLCs? Huge fan. Thank you. I don't know if they've confirmed DLCs or not. I would assume they would do some. I don't know. Power Socks with 23 months in a VIP says oh so close to that 24 months Rafael Get a membership as well. Glad to see you here, Raphael. If you guys just got a membership, make sure and say thank you to the people that are gifting. It's also oh it's so so generous that they do that. If you're like, man, I can't afford a membership, don't worry about that. You can hit like, you can hit subscribe, you can chat, you can lurk. The more you do those things, the more likely you'll get a gifted membership. That's a way for the out, you know, the thing to say thank you. It's a way for me to say thank you. And I gift members as well every five. Uh, I'm sorry, every 25, I give five, <laughs> every five. Oh my god that would be a terrible decision. Slapman with 14 months. Welcome back in. I think the disappointment comes in the story length. You're telling a larger story here than the previous installments. For it to be similar in length could project disappointment. He played fast though, Kaiser. He played fast. What have he played? What have he played really fast on easy? The average person is going to touch 20 hours to beat this game. Guaranteed. I'm not saying platinum. I'm saying beat it. The average gamer is gonna buy this game for 70 bucks. They're not rolling credits until 20 hours, guaranteed. Because they're gonna wander, they're gonna do other things, they're gonna get distracted. There's no way you're beelining through this thing, and you're like, you're like that guy in the X-Men movie, like your face like, I'm going so fast. 17 hours. I didn't get my money's worth. Like, are you kidding me? There's no way you're gonna do that. Yo, what's good, Ginger? Good to see you. Work lurk at the moment. Thanks so much, man. Ginger's asking for 300 likes, chat. Ginger, are you still making that video you were talking to me about? And when when should I expect it? I'm actually interested to see where, you know, how that shakes out. He definitely rushed through the game. He admitted that he plays fast. He was not trying to be a hater at all. He was like, "This is how long it took me. I play fast." So he landed at like, you know what, 17, what do you say, 17 hours for the main campaign and 30 for platinum? And he's like, and I and I play fast. But uh, so the average person's gonna land longer than him. So the average person's gonna beat the campaign in like 20 hours, and it's gonna take him, I would say, 35 or more hours to platinum. You know, if you take it more leisurely, this guy did it as fast as he could. That most people don't play that way. I always put 30% or more than these estimates. These people are playing games like they're a job. Yeah, for somebody like me, right? CyberM, thanks so much for jumping back in. As a member plus, I appreciate it for somebody like me, like, I have people giving me grief about, like, apparently I don't play games or whatever, which is why I posted a thread on Twitter to show, like, these are smear merchants. They're they're lying about me. Look at all my hours into all these games, both during PS4 era and during the era that we're in now. I put in tons of time into these games, right? Like, not everybody platinums. I'm also married. I also have two kids. Like, I literally have been playing Cyberpunk for an hour and a half a night. That's gonna take me a while to ratchet up gameplay hours, it's going to take me a while to beat it, but who cares? I'm having a great time. I'm enjoying myself. That would be like giving somebody grief because... They finally decide to watch a show that has six seasons and they're watching like an episode or two a week and you're like, look at this idiot. He's not a real fan. It's like, what do you mean? So because he doesn't know life, the show over a weekend and like, like a zombie laying on the couch, that's, that doesn't mean that you're a bigger fan. You're just in a position where you can play more or consume more that, that doesn't negate the other people who play differently than you. It's just ridiculous. Story length isn't really modular. Take the time it takes to go through a mission with cutscenes. If you don't skip, it's the same for everyone. Yeah, but Kaiser, it goes... No, story length is modular to a certain degree because if I play on easy and you play on normal, I guarantee you I'm shaving time off. Why? Every fight is faster. How many fights do you think you get in a game like this? Thousands by the end of it? I would think. I would think you've gotten in... Hundreds, if not maybe even thousands of entanglements, fights, you know, whatever. And all those minutes add up. If every time I get in a fight, my fight's going faster than your fight, that adds up after a while. Do you see what I'm saying? And if if, if I get distracted and I go and put a bunch of time into doing some side quests in an area, that's going to add time as well. So I may be playing completely differently than you you know what's funny is I could play it on easy and go through the story faster than you but then clock more time than you why well because now that I'm, I'm beating the story faster I start wandering off and doing other things difficulty drastically changes the length of a game if you and I had a race to beat a campaign and I put it on easy and you put it on normal I'd smoke you you, you wouldn't stand a chance Enemies are gonna die way faster. you're gonna you're gonna be stuck in fights and I'm gonna be moving on to the next thing. I'm fast traveling, I'm zipping across town, I'm flying across town, next fight, next fight, next fight. every boss fights a button mash click-through. you know what I'm saying? certainly not 10 hours oh i disagree if the average campaign completion time is around 20 hours i guarantee you if you play it on easy versus normal i could shave off three or four hours easy because i'm not entangled in any of the fights for very long people refuse to play halo on anything but legendary it turns five to ten minute encounters into 20 or 30 minute encounters that's what I'm saying. You you like just one fight alone can double in length if you're on normal versus easy. Easy in these games is ridiculous. You can't die. My kiddos were playing the Insomniac games on the easiest difficulty. It's called story. You literally can't even die. Like you just get knocked down. So there is no oh shoot. That fight didn't go my way. Got to reload that doesn't even happen how much time that saves you i'm not saying that it would be a night and day difference but when somebody beelines the story on easy and is like yeah it's only like 17 hours and you're like that's just too short i'm gonna be honest with you i think you're gonna play this game and you're not going to you're not going to experience that i'll give you an example when I saw how long Ratchet and Clank was, it shocked me. Do you want to know why? I had no idea how long it was. I couldn't have told you. If someone's like, hey, how long did it take you to beat Ratchet and Clank? I would have said, I, I don't know. I would have guessed around 20 hours. That's what I would have guessed. Now, I put in, I believe, I put in, I believe, about 30 hours into Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Now, my memory of the game is, I, I don't know, it took a while. Right? It took a while. I have put in 30 hours into Ratchet and Clank. I have 73% of the trophies, and I didn't go for a single one of them. I didn't try to get a single trophy in that game. I have 66 hours in Ghost of Tsushima, and I only have 44% of the trophies. Don't even care, right? 33 hours. 33 hours in Returnal, and I only have 25 trophies. I don't know how many trophies are in that game. It's out of the frame. It's out of the picture because of the logo or something it's like shoved everything down 26 hours in Jedi Survivor only 41% of the trophies right let's go to the real real big kahuna here 126 hours in Elden Ring 65% of the trophies let's go to the biggest dog of all destiny 1 the first destiny 1449 hours only 77% of the trophies so a game that I put almost 1,500 hours into, I, I didn't even get all the trophies in that game, right? So when I saw when I saw that Ratchet & Clank was that short, I was like, I would have thought it was like a 20-hour game. I freaking loved it. I absolutely loved that game. I was like, that was such a great experience. I've shared that experience with my kids. I've let them play it because it's, it's an amazing game. Long story-driven games from my experience tend to be drawn out rather than a tight experience. Ttube70 says, Game price should not be tied to game quality. Hellblade's like a six-hour game and you probably wouldn't bat an eye at paying 70. No. if hell, Let's say Hellblade 2 is like 20 hours to complete. Brother, I can't spend that $70 fast enough. They're like, Hellblade 2... Uh, releases today. The campaign is about 20 hours and it costs $70. Here's my money. It's like, here's my money. Let me play. Like, I don't freaking care. I'm a, well, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if sometimes this is like a weird, Ginger would be familiar with this. We talked about this once on a podcast. You know how we can optimize the fun out of a game? I wonder if we can analyze the fun out of a game. And I'm gonna be I'm going I'm gonna self report on myself a little bit here. So as I've been playing Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, the dialogue still does that thing periodically where like it's halting, right? Like the guy just kind of stands there. I just had a pretty cool scene last night with a pretty major player, and there were a couple times where we both just kind of stood there and I was like, What's going on? And then he started talking. Now, I would say when I played the game previously. I overanalyzed that, and I was maybe overly critical of that. Now that I'm enjoying the game, I'm like, oh, I would, it, he was just going to the right dialogue line. He's got like 15 to choose from, and I said this combination of things, and so he's he's calling the dialogue line, right? So there's like a slight hang. It's not like a long time. It's just like, are we done? Oh, he's talking. So I think you can analyze the fun out of a game. And sometimes it's because you're not enjoying yourself, so then you're overly critical. I've never been enjoying myself in Cyberpunk, so I was overly critical of certain things. Why? Well, they start to add up. It's like death by a thousand paper cuts. It's like, everything this game is doing is annoying me. Well, now that I'm having a really good time, all those things aren't as annoying. It's like, ah, that's not a big deal. I'm having a great time. I'm interested in the story. That little brief pause there is no big deal. But when you're having a bad time in the game, that little brief pause, that's just like one more irritant, okay? So, let me circle back to what I was saying about game length. Like, if Spider-Man 2, if it's too short, what are we basing that off of? Are you basing that off of your experience? Or are you getting out a stopwatch every time you play, and are you analyzing the fun out of the game? Because I couldn't tell you how long Ratchet & Clank was. Why? I played it, and I loved it. I had an absolute blast with that game. If someone was like, is it the same or longer than Spider-Man? I'd be like, I think they were the same. I don't know. Why? Because I was just having a good time. So if you're going to approach Spider-Man 2 and like play it with a stopwatch out and be like, well, we're getting near the end and I've only played it for 15 hours. I want my money back like okay you've, you're you're taking I think you're taking an over analytical approach to game value and game quality you're almost getting in your own way at that point Ginger says I feel video games are or can be more enjoyable when you suspend disbelief as a programmer this, is, this does take conscious effort yeah because you know exactly what's going on you're like yeah I know why that guy paused there for a second yeah, it was an audio call. Yeah, it's an audio call for an audio file. There's probably five audio files that they have to call, and it was calling number three... And because it's calling number three, there's, you know, there's some memory it has to let go of because of stuff he was just saying. So the memory's got to be cleared and the the audio's got to be called. And because it was a little bit late, yeah, and then he kind of stuttered and stammered. You know, they're using an automated script for his face and his animations. Like, for sure, you can overanalyze the fun right out of a game because you know everything that's going on. To a certain degree, you know everything that's going on. You can't have a good time unless you can play the game for the next 10 years. (laughs) Right, right. Like, if I can't play the game for an eternity, it's garbage. That, like, what? Like, why is that the reasoning? That can't be the reasoning people use. Valiant says, Would be interesting to know out of all the people who are complaining about length, how many of them actually play single-player story-driven games? Right. That's right. Game price, I feel, has an impact this generation more than prior. Well, I think what's going to happen is I think people are going to compare completion time. They're not going to compare game size because I think Spider-Man 2 is going to be absolutely larger and dwarf the size of AC Mirage. But I think people are going to see AC Mirage takes 20 hours to do the story and 30 hours for a completionist run. And they're going to look at Spider-Man 2 and say, Spider-Man 2 is almost exactly the same. It's about 20 hours to complete the story and about 30 hours to platinum because of this guy's leak. And they're going to say, well, why is Spider-Man 70 and AC Mirage is 50? But you're looking at the wrong thing. It's not just length to complete. It's also size of the game. You see? And if you're going to argue that, then Elden Ring should be like $120. A five spot from my man, Wooly. Hope you're well, Wooly. I love all the pictures of your family, by the way. I, it's so adorable. I wish I was in a place where I could do that. I used to share pictures of my kiddos. Uh, Gears 5 is 12 hours, says Wooly. Spider-Man uh, 1 is 22 hours. Uncharted 4 is 20. Factoring in Spider-Man 2's faster traversal, 25 hours is spot on. Well stated, Wooly. In the opening monologue, I compared it to like Uncharted... Uh, I compared it to Horizon Forbidden West, Final Fantasy 16. I compared it to Arkham Knight and Gotham Knights. I was like, "Let's just go to another open world superhero game, right? Let's just go to another open world superhero game. About the same, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, the comparison to AC Mirage can't be made until the game's in the wild and we can see size of the traversable area." I think AC Mirage is going to be very contained. What that means is you're retreading a lot of areas over and over again. The map in Spider-Man 2 is enormous. It's twice the size, roughly, of the first game. That's crazy big. The map in the first game's already big. It's big enough. I don't really want it to be that much bigger, but the fact that they've sped up fast travel and traversal through the cities, like with the flying, I'm like, okay, that's okay. You can double the size then. If the traversal would have been like in Spider-Man One, I think the double the map size would have gotten arduous. You'd be like, you would have just fast traveled everywhere. You wouldn't want to swing around through the city. Uh, when the length of a game is brought up, I just go back to story. I'd rather have a story that's told well, not drawn out. Well, and that's something I brought up earlier, Ginger. I was like, if you, I could, you know how easy it is to pad, to pad platinum you know how easy it is to pad out Platinum time? It's really easy. What you do is you say, okay, um, across the board, all these things to Platinum, we're asking them to like kill five people, do five missions, do five this. Just make them all 15. That's not more content. That's not more quality. That's not more value. They're just increasing a number requirement. You know that, right? That like padding out a Platinum requirement is as easy as adding, like, a zero to a number. I, I'm going to do this five times. Wait, why is there a zero there? Fifty times? My gosh. And all of a sudden, Platinum time is 60 hours instead of 30. Is that better? that higher quality? Do you want to know what I think? Do you want to know what I really think? you want to know why all these guys are trophy-checking me? I'll tell you why. Because... They love it when it's arduous and tedious because less people will do it and they will feel more special. It's that simple. It's more of an ego stroke when it's like, well, yeah, the game takes about 20 hours to be the campaign, but it's going to take you 70 hours to do all these tedious pieces of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it, it takes forever. Well, that makes them feel more special. Why? Because they hunch over their television like a gremlin. Farm all those trophies up and they're like, (laughs) I can trophy check everybody that plays this game. Like, (laughs) it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter whether it's whether it's 30 hours of platinum a game or 70 hours of platinum a game. It's that's not the measurement of a game's value. That's a measurement of how many things they can ask you to do to get a trophy. I've said that many times as Donnie, my platinum for Valhalla took a hundred and dreaming of a better sleep. Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at ollie.com. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. 20 hours, and I would have had the same fun of engagement if it was 60. Less is often so much more. Right, because they, they didn't give you more content. They gave you more things to do. And that's not necessarily indicative of quality and value. It isn't. It's not that simplistic. You can smell elitism no matter how you package it, right? Like the fact that the first thing some of these guys do is they run to these trophy checking sites. And it's like, that's not a measurement of if a person played a game or not. How much game time they put in is a measurement. Zachary coming in with a gifted member. Guys, Ragnarok asked for a member train for his birthday and the member train is slowed down. So Zachary says, let's get it going again. The MJ missions padded Spider-Man 2018, another 90 minutes of laborious boredom. Oh, I did not like those at all, Wooly. I did not like that at all. (laughs) I was like, come on, man. I was like, uh, I don't mind different types of missions where like maybe I'm sneaking through the rafters or, or air ducts, but... Crawling around on the ground and taking pictures? Goodness gracious. All of a sudden, I'm playing Pokemon Snap inside of Spider-Man. Crawling around on the ground. It's so un, It's it, I, I get you're supposed to suspend disbelief. You know, you're a man swinging through the cities of New York with webbing, but you would never get away with that. Like, crawling around on the ground, like, taking pictures. You would know, be like, who is that over there? You see that person crawling around on the ground? You think they're spying on us? You know? catwalk with a gifted member he says alright I'll jump on asking for a member train he says I'll give you one thank you catwalk you didn't mind the MJ missions yeah I, I, if you liked them I don't that doesn't bother me I didn't like them I, you know it's like Come play a game where you're Spider Man and you're like, This is awesome, I got new abilities. And they're like, Alright, now you're gonna play a twenty year old reporter and she's gonna crawl around the ground and take pictures. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't like playing as Atreus. I thought of the Atre I thought Atreus' gameplay loop was overrated. It got long in the tooth. It, it, I wanted to play as Kratos the whole time. I think they did this over the Atreus because there's gonna be a side game with Atreus, like they did with the $40 side game for Uncharted or like, you know, Miles Morales. A side game for not not full price. But I thought that I thought playing as a was so overrated. First time you turn into like a wolf, you're like, this is awesome. Or the time I turn you turn into a bear and he's fighting alongside you, it's freaking awesome. But I got so tired of him whacking things with his bow, I was like, come on. Overrated. Hurts the replay value. Hurts the replay value. You really want to replay God of War Ragnarok and ride around on a yak for like 35, 45 minutes talking to some pretty girl? Like, come on, man, what is this? Feel like I'm playing a dating simulator. Gotta choose the right options. Javier Cotto comes in with a five gifted bomb and takes us to 22. Thank you so much, Javier. Atreus was fine. The Valhalla bar, uh, bear fight was the best part, though. It really was. You had me at pretty girl. Um, you don't think they'd expand his abilities? I'm sure they'll expand his abilities in his own game. But in Ragnarok, I was like, can I just go back and play as the big, mad, bald guy? Like, I don't, I don't like this. You know? I don't know. I'll tell you what it was. It was too arcadish. It was just action arcade, you know? I like Ragnarok, but when I'm playing as a Treus, it's just like, you know, action arcade, whack whack whack. Action arcade, whack whack whack. Eh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it as much. The bow gameplay was okay, but you know, you really want to lean into the meme like every <laughs> every PlayStation game has a bow. <laughs> ghost in the garage gaming comes in with a 20 bomb and that's senua we got senua on the image for the 20 bomb that takes us all the way to 42 and puts us on the doorstep of the next one let's see if we can't get mark miller my man feed in here the big boys are in chat today ghost in the garage gaming and javier coto you guys better watch out They will push your Javier Cotto comes in with a 10 bomb and Capstones double teams it with Ghost in the Garage Gaming. These guys bring the heat. They will absolutely shove chat out of the chat with their generosity. Thank you, boys. That is so kind. I now owe you guys 10 members. We got to get this man in here. We got to get feed a membership. Zubair effing toxic generosity (laughs) my chat messages are getting pushed out did they let you tap up let me test something they did that on the purple platform no they had this thing on purple where you could tap up and it would reload your previous typed messages it was great because if something got pushed out or you wanted to repost it you didn't have to copy paste you just tapped the up button right Great. another 20 bomb from Ghost in the Garage Gaming this man is crazy a good Kentucky man, a bourbon sipping Kentucky man, love you brother takes it all the way to 72 with a 20 bomb and another 20 bomb it's a 20 gifted member train from Javier Cotto and Ghost in the Garage Gaming all the way up to 92 Out of 100, thank you guys so, so much for your incredible generosity and support of this community. Not just supporting me, but the community itself. Getting more people in the door of memberships. If you just got a gifted membership, do me a favor. Say thanks to these guys. Consider paying it forward. Gift gift a member. Give back and say, hey, I didn't need this gifted member. I'm going to take care of somebody else. We also have extra content now. If you want to upgrade for it, It's not something that we've taken away from you. You still, every day as a member, you get access to the member-only streams with my wife. You get member-only debriefs. But the writer's room is a brand new segment that we launched for member plus and above. You can upgrade for a dollar and get into that. And Ghost in the Garage Gaming blasts us past and takes us all the way to 112 out of the next goal. That's also (laughs) a freaking agent of chaos. You guys are absolutely insane these guys tag team in the chat right now all by themselves is anybody else gonna jump in with the heat Javier Cotto and Ghost in the Garage Gaming like a tag team wrestling match jumping right into the ring and just dominating right now absolutely insane <clears throat> I asked Ghost in the Garage Gaming the other day to hire me he's like, I'm not, I'm gonna freaking hire you <laughs> I'll just gift members. I don't want to I don't want to hire you. He's retired. <laughs> I thought he was still working. Javier Coto with another 20 bomb taking absolute dominance. It's a back and forth battle right now between Javier and Ghost in the Garage Gaming. A 20 gifted member bomb train. That's a sentence I just got to say. That's what they're doing. These guys are absolutely going pound for pound. And my man DK Beggar. Always in the mix with a single gifted member. Appreciate you DK Beggar. And the Slap Man upgrades to member plus. If you guys upgrade to member plus. You upgrade to member plus. You get into that extra segment at the end of the day. It's not. We do a talk show every day like this. We do an upload every day. Totally free. And then we do stuff after with members. We do a debrief. And then we do the writer's room. So thank you guys so much for being here. Hopefully, you've got a gifted member, especially if you watch as much as you possibly can. If you hit like, if you chat, if you lurk, if you listen, that increases the likelihood that you're going to get a gifted member. Thank you again, Javier, Codo Ghost in the Garage Gaming, DK Beger, all the people that have contributed today to the member count. That's just absolutely unbelievable. joker quinn another faithful gifted member right here he's always gifting always bumping that line always reminding people to support and jump in 134 out of 150 and toasted notes with 8 months says getting it thanks so much for the vip I have like a tiny scratch on my thumb I don't know what I did (laughs) so we got completely sidetracked there (laughs) we got completely sidetracked there So, I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking game length, we were talking platinum, we were talking time to platinum. Oh, we were talking about how easy it is to pad out platinum with just a couple of numbers. Just a couple of numbers. Like, all you gotta do is say, yeah, you wanna wanna platinum this game? You know, we're gonna add a couple of numbers to every single requirement and how that just... That isn't content. Niz, Ra, with five months, says the membership gifts are on fire. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate that so, so much, man. Skeletor says, it's collector's level 16 and is worrying about a 20 million other car. Oops, wrong place. I was like, what is that about? Javier! Cotto with the 50 bomb absolutely insane that's the Death Star that one almost never pops out he's throwing down the gauntlet he says you want to go toe-to-toe with me ghost in the garage gaming I'm Javier Cotto and I bring the heat he just dropped a 50 bomb on chat that's gonna take over four a while. That is going to take over for a while. Let me give you guys a recap because chat will be virtually unusable while this is happening. So the recap of the opening show monologue is that we have learned from somebody who has their hands on the game right now. Spider-Man 2 is in the wild. Reviews will drop on October the 16th. That's four days before the release of the game. They're going to have multiple weeks with the game. And this guy, he confirmed with Insider Gaming. He confirmed with Insider Gaming that it took him 30 hours to platinum Spider-Man 2. And many people were saying that seems short. But on further inspection and comparison, this is right on par for what so many other games are doing. They're trimming down right now they're trimming down they're not doing these big bloated games roughly 17 to like 20 hours for the campaign and another and and then go all the way up to 30 to Platinum and so I compared it to Uncharted 4 God of War Ragnarok Horizon Forbidden West Ghost of Tsushima Ratchet and Clank Final Fantasy 16 we compared it to Spider-Man 1 we compared it to Arkham Knight Gotham Knights Spider-Man 2 is landing in a healthy spot amongst all of its peer games. Even we looked at Redfall and Starfield to basically show that you cannot measure a game's value. You cannot measure a game's quality purely by the length of the campaign. That is just not, I don't think, a helpful way uh, to do it. So, thank you guys so much for being here. That's a quick recap, and we've been kind of debating... Game length, platinum quality, value, price. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is obviously a game that might get invoked in the discussion about this because many people are saying, "Look, that you know, AC Mirage is—it's uh, a smaller game. You know, it's going to be twenty-hour campaign, thirty-hour completion. That sounds very similar to Spider-Man Two, and AC Mirage is only fifty dollars, right?" Javier has done one hundred and five memberships by himself—a true goat. I mean, if I, I, if he if he's actually trying to have a battle with Ghost in the Garage Gaming, I actually think Ghost in the Garage Gaming could win. I do. I do. I think. I think Ghost is letting him have it. <laughs> Ghost is being a gentleman. <laughs> he's like, we gotta have a talk show, all right? We gotta have a talk show. <laughs> uh, I actually follow uh, Ghost on Twitter. He's a nice guy. I really like him. He gets in the mix too, man. He gets in the debates. He mixes it up out there. I appreciate it. Eugene says, I'll get more hours out of a shorter, higher quality, more polished, finely tuned game than I will out of a long game because I'll replay that finely tuned game multiple times. Man, that's such an interesting perspective. So imagine, imagine you play a game that takes you like, think about Assassin's Creed Valhalla you know, getting that game all the way to the edge, just beating the campaign itself is like 61 hours. And then you get all the way to the edge, and it's like 140 friggin' something hours, right? You're not gonna redo that. So compare that to a game like, let's use AC Mirage, right? Ghost in the Garage of Six months says, I'm tapping out. Good job, Cotto. I told you, I know Ghost. I know Ghost. He's a good dude. He's like, no, I'm tapping out. We're taking over. He's like, that's enough. <laughs> He's like, that's enough. Oh, man. The one day, who was somebody was going back and forth with Javier Cotto. I didn't think it was going to stop. Like, we couldn't even talk. It was unbelievable. It was like a wrestling match. It was like a freaking wrestling match. It was awesome. Um, But, you might actually get more well, maybe not more. You might actually get more enjoyment out of a game like AC Mirage that you, you know, you do that at 30 and then you replay it again, you rerun it. Because you're like, well, it's smaller. It's more consumable. So what are you going to do? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to play that again and I'm going to go non-lethal. I'm going to go stealth. I'm, you know, whatever. I don't think you can, I don't know if you can go, you can't go non-lethal, but you know what I'm saying, right? You could get more out of it at a certain, at a different engagement rate. Like, I, okay, so, 60 hours to do like Mirage twice. But you might experience it in a better way than feeling like, man, I just, oh, I got so worn out by Valhalla. I went the distance with it and I finally got it done. It was Javier and Grinder. It was. I think it was. I think it was Javier and Casual Grinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the month where somebody lost by like two or three? Silver Subaru with 32 months and a VIP. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was in July. Javier Coto had 213 and Casual Grinder had 215. So Grinder beat him by two. <laughs> beat him by two. And the next month, Javier was like, not this month. <laughs> it was really funny. I usually spend way more time in a game than necessary. In Legacy, Hogwarts Legacy, uh, How to Long to Beat says 67 hours for completionist. I've already spent 68 hours in the game and I'm nowhere near completionist. Yeah, my wife put like 62 hours into, uh, into Hogwarts Legacy and she didn't. She gave up on some of the completionist stuff. There was a glitch. She couldn't get one of the things. It said that there was a, um, we literally looked a guide up on, on the internet and the, and the, uh, the moth wasn't there. It, she went to the exact spot where we're supposed to be on the wall where you do Lumos and it, it follows you and it wasn't there so she was like all right I'm done I'm getting close to 100 hours in the R and the Resident Evil 4 remake and I haven't touched DLC and VR is still coming. That's awesome. yeah guys make sure and say thank you to Javier Coto and ghosts in the garage gaming these guys are powerhouses of generosity. They really take care of y'all. They really, really do. We've got some big goals this month uh, that are definitely attainable with guys like this. A two spot from my man, Wooly. Titanfall 2 over Far Cry 6, enough said. I get what you're saying, Wooly. In context, this is what Wooly is saying. Titanfall 2, one of the only complaints I think anybody ever said was that it was short. Far Cry 6 is long, but I think Titanfall 2 to this date is probably the single greatest first person shooter campaign I've ever played. It's like perfect. It's it's this dense, packed just awesome experience. And I think when you play a game like that and then you go play another game that's like super long, it 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 has an effect. You know, it has an effect. Are right, you guys got the member count? You got it to 2300. You did it. You really really pushed. So, Fright Night for October, if we hit 3,000, we will do a scary game every Friday night in honor of October. My wife and I will play a scary game every Friday night. Fright Night. So you guys put a nice big dent in that today. Thank you very much. Uh, and I owe you guys a bunch of members. We'll probably hit 200, like 16 more, which means I will owe you 20 members. So I'll even I'll even add to the pile myself. It's a joint effort. We're all in this together, and I add my own members to the, to the pile as well. Titanfall 2 was awesome. Why oh why do they sandwich it in October? <sighs> That'll always... That's like... That's like a Shakespearean tragedy. What they did to Titanfall 2. Like we always look back and we're like... My gosh. What a betrayal. It was... I knew it was you Fredo. You broke my heart. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's freaking poor Titanfall 2. You know? Um... Okay. There we go. All right... No coffee orders yet. Just a quick reminder. This we got this last week. Light roast is back. If you've never tried Reforged Roast, make sure and try that as well. A bunch of you that ordered yesterday, we already printed out your orders. So just a reminder, we we this is a this is basically us. This is not some sponsor. This is mine. It's my property. It's in my house. My wife and kiddos ship it to you with like cute little hand-drawn thank you notes. We really appreciate you guys supporting it. We upgraded to like the the tear-top resealable bags, high-quality bags. There's a light roast and a dark roast. There's a best of both worlds bundle. So if you're a coffee drinker and you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, at least try it one time. You'll you'll be you'll be hooked. A lot of people tried it once and now it's all they buy. So, appreciate everybody who regularly buys that coffee. We tend to print and ship very quickly. A lot of the places you order coffee from on the internet, it's going to take 10 to 14 days to hit your doorstep our turnaround time is closer to like 5 days like 5 business days and it's on your doorstep we live in a great hub too like our city is great to uh, to ship out of was it betrayal or hubris? why not both? like it was hubris to think that they could stand toe to toe with those giants and it was a betrayal of their own property it was both you know the history of Titanfall would have been dramatically different if they would have just had some basic, just good sense. It just seemed, it, it just didn't even seem sensible to do what they did. I bought the first bag as a favor to Lono, says Zubair. I bought the next 100 as a favor to me. Javier Cotto, he's like, I'm not done yet. We need 16 more. How about 20? And he bumps it all the way to 250. Absolutely insane! What a banner day here at Reforged Gaming. If you got a gifted membership, be sure to say thank you to Javier, Koto, and Ghosts in the Garage Gaming. They went absolutely massive today. I think the record on the channel is like 600 gifted in a day or something insane. And you guys are, you guys are setting with what feels like another record. I don't know if we've ever done it that fast. You guys went crazy. Did did feed get one? We've been trying to get Feed. Feed his support of this channel for a very, very long time. We always make sure to take care of him. He lost his account and had to start over with a new account. His name shows up as Mark. uh, Mark Miller, I believe. So we're trying to make sure he gets one as well. I don't know if he got one. You can also pay it forward. If you got a gifted and you're like, I I didn't need that. I could have bought my own membership. You can pay it forward and gift a single membership. I love when you know 204 people get memberships it's great when a bunch of you pay it forward there's tons of people here right now that can't afford a membership and they wish that they could and when you pay that forward it's great i'm gonna be paying it forward myself with 20 i'll do that in the premiere later that's another opportunity for you guys to get a membership to the channel and enjoy all the extra content excuse me how long is the spider-man 2 campaign somewhere between 17 and 20 hours the guy that beat it in 17 hours admitted that he played fast, so I would say the average gamer, it's going to take him about 20 hours to beat the campaign. You're going to wander. You're going to linger. You're going to explore. You're going to get distracted. You're not going to beeline it and and beat this thing in 17 hours flat. We also don't know if he turned the difficulty down. We don't know. Exactly. My complaint um, for Spider-Man 2... Uh, because the web swinging has pure physics, zero assist option, akin to Spider-Man 2 on 2004 and PlayStation 2, will hold far more replay value. I'm not catching what you're saying, Willie. Are you saying, are you, what what's, what's adding replay value? The swinging or the traversal through the city? Javier says, you're welcome, guys. It's my pleasure to be here. I think people talk about length equals quality or money spent, don't really enjoy games or even how uh, they are talking about or even know what they're talking about we basically said that you can analyze the fun out of a game you can optimize the fun out of a game, if you've ever played a game where you're trying to level, you're trying to uh, get loot to drop, and you maximize or you, I'm sorry, you optimize the fun out of a game because you're trying to get the most drops you're trying to get the best drops, okay and it becomes a mechanistic exercise of optimization I believe people. I wonder if you could really analyze this. And there it is a nice layup to 205. Thank you so much. What an easy score. Setting it to 205. That means a 20 bomb is now right away from the next goal thank you so much dk beggar a five spot from ragnarok this community is great even if i'm not active in chat i'm listening every day while working 10 out of 10 community ragnarok asked for a member train and boy oh boy did he get it thank you so much i hope that was uh a worthy member train for your birthday ragnarok um i wonder if you could really analyze this the people that are mechanistically engaging with games are the same people who trophy check me on Twitter. They are existing more mechanistically. They've integrated too much with technology. They're, they're 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 so binary about everything. They're so tribalistic. They are mechanistic in their existence. The way that they behave and and, and tribalistically attack, they exist in a false binary. So you're either their enemy or you're their ally. And they look at games the same way. They interact with them mechanistically. So it's like, well, this game's not long enough, therefore it's bad. That's such a false binary. That's not a determination of a game's quality or value. But when you've become mechanistic in your personhood, identity, and behavior, then you're going to behave and analyze and judge things mechanistically as well. When you play a video game, that's what you're going to do. How long is it? what do you mean, have you played it? No, no, how long is it? How long does it take to platinum? Well, it's like 20 hours for the campaign, like 30 hours to platinum. Yeah, it's too short. This game over here was 30 hours campaign and like 70 hours for platinum. That's that's, that's a bad game. It's like, what? Like, that's such a mechanistic way to judge something. That's so rigid. Wooly well, says, sorry, typo. So they're overhauling web traversal in Spider-Man 2 to make it more akin to 2004 PlayStation 2 Spider-Man 2 game where the webs have real momentum based physics and webs physics higher skill curve. Oh, so you can actually get better at like slinging yourself forward quickly. There's actual physics involved. It was more locked in the last game. You could only travel so fast you would dive swing forward jump forward grab, dive, swing forward, jump forward, you know, because you do like the X thing, you can only chain it to go so quickly still the best Spider-Man game ever made but the upcoming Spider-Man 2 could top it, Dan uh, Tio says Spider-Man 1, God of War, God of War Ragnarok had the perfect length for platinum, 30 to 50 that's a great for people like me we don't have time to grind hundreds of hours same, same I think that, i phrase it this way in the past, I've phrased it this way in the past, sometimes a game's map, a game's, you know, the, <laughs> my man, uh, a game's map and all the things that you can do on it, it's almost as if your, your investment is pitted against you, and this is what I mean so picture a map with let's just say there's 10 regions in this map, and each of those regions has 5 check boxes that you need to check, so in each region if you do all the things you get a check box a little check box, so just picture a game with 5 regions, and each of those, I'm sorry I said that backwards picture a game with 10 regions each of those regions have 5 check boxes. you're like, okay That's not too bad. I have 50 checkboxes. I've got 10 regions. Each region has five. That's not too bad. So as you start doing it, you start slowly seeing the map clear and you see checks and you see color changes or whatever, right? So you're doing that. Now I want you to picture that same game with the 10 regions. Yeah, Spider-Man 1 kind of worked that way. Don't you picture the same game, and there's 10 regions, but instead of five checkboxes in each region, there's 20. So maybe you take the time to do one region, you get all 20 checkboxes in that region, and then you look at the map and you think, nine more times? Your investment in the first one, it almost feels pitted against you because you liked seeing it, you liked doing it, but now it seems almost insurmountable. It seems Sisyphusian. It's like, I, I, I don't want to do this. This is too, it's too repetitious. It's too, there's too much. Basically Horizon. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever complete the map in a game like Horizon. There's just too much stuff. It's too, I, 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 would, I would admit that Horizon Forbidden West did do a little bit of map bloat and map puke. It's a stylization choice. It's a game genre choice. And I don't, when I see it, I don't do it. I'm like, I'm not doing all that. Are you freaking kidding me? I really dislike you right now. I have that stupid song stuck in my head from when you said, We're all in this together. What game are you talking about? I'm sorry, what song are you talking about? When the content is good, more is always better. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Because when the content is good, more is always better. I believe that axiom is too simplistic, and here's why. Familiarity breeds contempt. So the more you do something, the more you play something, and the more you you, you go through the motions, the less potent it is. Oh, we're all in this together from High School Musical? I don't, I don't even... I've never seen that. I don't even know how the song goes. Um, I did not even mean to reference that. Anyway... <laughs> I saw a really funny skit on the Tickety talk. This girl renamed herself Chumbawumba. Like, oh you know Chumbawumba? She's like, yeah, me. She's like, no, the band. She's like, I don't know that. And she keeps speaking lyrics. It's basically a stolen idea from the other guys when he keeps Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Quoting TLC lyrics the entire time, but it's it's funny. It's very well done. Anyway, I've never heard that song. Um, <clears throat> so back to what I was saying. I don't think just because the content's good that you automatically want more of it. Uh, Let's take one of my absolute favorite things in Ghost of Tsushima is the duels. I I, I love them. I love that you can replay them on a harder difficulty within your same playthrough. Like You don't have to do another playthrough to up the difficulty. You can replay them and opt for a harder fight. And I'm going to tell you, if they had... I don't even know how many duels there are on the map. How, how many duels are on the map Ghost of Tsushima how many duels what's the total number I was going to say 20 it's 25 actually, I actually think I was going to guess 25 Dadgummit, that would have been so on the nose if I would have guessed that I didn't guess it I looked it up okay 25 that's perfect where I was going to go with this Skatedater with 11 months One month away from the one year mark. I respect how much time and effort you put into your intros and the research you do. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the compliment very, very much. 25 duels felt like a dozen. Ghost of Tsushima has 25 duel locations. Completing all duels unlocks the there can be only one trophy. This guide shows all required duels. It's worth noting that the in-game collectible counter shows only 5 duels which are found in the open world, but there are a lot more required for the trophy. Okay. So, you got these 25 duels. There are ones on the map you can like go click on because it's saying there are 5 duels found in the open world. Apparently there's more than that. Because I, I know the fi- I, I I know the ones it's talking about. You can like go on the map and click on it. Some of the the, the duels in Ghost of Tsushima are some of the best. I think they're some of the best third person action adventure content ever made. I I think some of the best ever made. They're 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 artistically fan- they're just fantastic. There's somewhere you're like at the bottom of a waterfall. There's somewhere there's like leaves all over the place and tree. Oh, the settings are just they're picturesque. It's just unbelievable. Now, I'm pushing against the idea that if the content is good, more is always better. And here's why I don't agree with that. I believe quantity is the enemy of potency. The more you add something quantitatively, the less potency it has over time. So the duels are memorable. They hit hard. They're picturesque. They're challenging. They each have like a unique feel. Imagine if instead of 25 duels in Ghost of Tsushima, they had 75. Yo, what's good, Bellex? It's 75. Because if they're good, then more is better, right? Well, just triple it. Well, I have a feeling. Eventually, they start to blend together. They start to feel very familiar, very similar. They're almost predictable. The settings start to blend together. Yeah, this is like my third or fourth one near a waterfall. Yeah, this is like my third or fourth one on a beach or, or in a in a forest or, you know, one with leaves falling or something. You know what I'm saying? They, they, the familiarity starts to chisel down on the potency. The quantity is the enemy of potency. You can't just keep doing it. Oh, yeah, just, well, people really like the duel, so just do more. You people like to platinum the game, so just do more. And it's like, well, but that's not quality. That's not a value injection. You're just adding quantity, which I think it's okay to say, you know, in a game like Tsushima, well, this is really fun. Let's put a bunch of these on the map, you know, the bamboo challenges or the, you know, ch- following the fox to the, to the, to the shrine. You know, in Spider-Man, there's going to be things that you do, I don't know, 45 times across the map. And it's okay because if it's a small circle and you don't do, let's just imagine in Spider-Man Two, all across the map there are, you know, local business robberies that you're going to stop, and they're all basically the same. You land on the ground, there's some guys that are like, "Come on, put the money in the bag," and you're like, "Hey, guys," and you mouth off and you you know you take them out, and let's say you do that around. 50 times across the map. That's not tedious, repetitious, or annoying if they're spread out. You're doing some stuff and it's been a couple hours since you've done one and you're swinging through the city and you see one and you do it. Okay? And you're doing, you're swinging and you're in a new area and you see another one and you do it. That's almost like think of that as like seasoning. Like little sprinkles of seasoning in in the, uh, in the game. Now, if you wait, and all of a sudden you're like, oh man, I gotta do all these robbery stops, and you do like 50 of them, back to 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 back, well now you're gonna say, oh my gosh, if I have to stop another robbery, I'm gonna lose my mind. Well, what you've done is, you've taken it, and you've turned it into an exercise of tedium. It's, just, it's the same thing, back back back, 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 back back back, and you're like, well I've just, my 39th robbery stop. And that's why I think repetition's okay and repeating content cycles is okay, but there has to be a cadence where it's spread out so you're like, well, it's been a while since I've done this. It's been a while since I've done like a radio tuner or chased a drone or stopped a robbery or chased a car or went into a building or went into a brawl or fought waves of enemies. If those things are all happening at different intervals and different cadences, then the familiarity breeding contempt doesn't happen yet it's it's rhythmically spread out it's more like a song nobody wants to listen to a song where you know every couple of stanzas the drummer's having a solo it would be like well this isn't really this doesn't feel really conducive to songwriting every couple of stanzas this guy's just going crazy it's like okay we get it you're you're a good drummer I think video games are a lot like that. Video games are a lot like the... the formation of a song, the the writing of a song. And if you don't space those things out, you're going to start to get really tired of it very, very quickly. This is why you can't take the axiom of, oh, well, if the content's good, more of it's better. Well, not necessarily. There's a nice, happy balance. And if they're like, oh, we want this to take longer, we want uh, Campaign to take longer, we want Platinum to take longer... They can absolutely bloat the game and pad that out. They can, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're getting a better game or better quality or better value. It just means you're being asked to do more. If you leave stuff that's supposed to be enjoyed bit by bit as divergent activities within the main game and you have a list of chores after you're done, that's on you. Bear says, I'm feeling very attacked right now and I don't appreciate it. ha <laughs> ha. creature is youtube being dumb i usually schedule around now and nothing's there i mean the video's there but nothing there no thumb no description no title is youtube being bad on the back end or we just i just want to make sure i'm not having a problem because usually it's 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 ready to go around now personally i will be taking my time to beat and play the entirety of the game i will also try to do a second playthrough a game with a concise campaign with great gameplay can lead to more play time. If the game invites you to just play again, long campaigns push people away who might want to go again. I think a good example of that for me would be Jedi Fallen Order. Like, I knew Jedi Fallen Order was a nice contained campaign length. How long does that one take? Um, how long to beat Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, the initial playthrough of the campaign is 22 hours. And if you want to do like 100%, um, hang on. It's roughly 17 hours for the main story. If you do the main and sides, it's 22. Completionist is 31. That's perfect. That's just like Spider-Man. You know what I mean? That's That's so much just like Spider-Man 2. That's what we're hearing about Spider-Man 2. That's almost identical to Spider-Man 2. Now, Jedi Survivor's completionist is a little bit longer. Its its campaign is showing here at a 20 hours, but the completionist run is 54. So they padded that out a little bit. You know what I mean? Is there a website where you can see the official times for the campaign? The best site to use is howlongtobeat.com. That's what I used this morning for my monologue. I think it's a very very well put together site. It's reliable. It it lines up with all the other sites and what they claim. I feel like it corroborates what other sites are claiming. So I just started using howlongtobeat.com. It's a helpful site for that. You know, hey, how long it, they basically walk through how long does the main quest take? How long does main main inside and then what about a 100% run? Time to beat how long to beat was the site that I was using. They might own both domains they might, I don't know, it might be a separate site though, either, either one is probably good, I mean it's just a database and it's just doing an aggregate from what everybody else is saying they're basically just combing over um, you know, community reviews and probably trophy time completions no way I'm typing that in my url (laughs) uh me 10 hours to beat the first frog on Jedi. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there you go. It really depends, you know. Couldn't shout out to games that pause your game clock if you're idle for too long. Oh, yeah. I didn't know there were games that did that. That's cool. I mean, yeah, if you're wanting a pure, if you're wanting like a pure record and like you get up and walk away for 20 minutes or something, that's that'll obviously pad your numbers. I don't have time for that. I put in like an hour to an hour and a half a night and then I turn it off. Like I because of because of my, you know, my personal life, it's like I just can't. I can't play like I used to, you know what I mean? You no, know, I was when I was single or when we didn't have kids, you know, I could I could take a Saturday and just play all day. My you know, wife would be at work, I'd prop my feet and just slam out 8 hours in a game. Eight hours in a game? Good golly. That'll take me two weeks now with my schedule. It will. I got nights where I got soccer. I got nights where I'm, you know, hanging out with my wife. I've got nights where I'm watching a TV show that we were enjoying. It's like, I, I, don't, I can't do that. You know? Back in the day, by the end of a week, I could have easily 25 hours in a game. Because I could do a couple hours a night, you know, two to three hours a night, or two to three hours when my wife was at work, and then I'd slam out on a day where my day is off and she's at work. i slam out six to eight hours without breaking a sweat. You know? Appreciate you sh- uh, showing. I love you, man. I respect your honesty. What are you guys having? A- hey, how's it going? What are you having a back and forth with goddess about? <clears throat> This guy says, here you go again counting trash games on PC as a value. The choice on 4,000 games on each generation of PlayStation is largely sufficient. Who are you interacting with? You're interacting with someone named Raul. What's, so, is Raul saying, is he basically saying PC is superior? I'm saying people are distributed in over 2,000 games on PC. I'm curious what the debate is about. Do I miss playing games like that? I mean, there are parts of that time that I do miss, but I think everybody's different, right? And I've evolved as a gamer, so I'm not slamming, I'm not slamming out long play sessions of Call of Duty or Borderlands or even Destiny. That was that was kind of a lot of my gaming uh, experiences. You know, I got fifteen hundred hours in Destiny just on the PlayStation. That's insane because that wasn't even my main console. My main console for Destiny was the Xbox, so now I feel like I enjoy games in a more—I—I I, I don't want to say healthy because it's healthier for me. So this, you know, I'm not trying to in, like I'm not trying to indict anybody. Like if you play more than me, I'm not saying you're playing in an unhealthy way. I feel like I engage in a more healthy way now for me and where I am in my life. Because I want to spend time with my kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll come down while they're kind of getting ready for bed, and I'll turn the game on, and I'll play for 30 or 40 minutes. I go upstairs, I put them to bed, right? This is after we've had dinner, we've gone on a walk, we've practiced soccer in the backyard, we've gone to soccer practice, we've played a board game together, I've read I've read um, a book to them, I'm reading through the Red Wall books to them. So I do all of that, and then I come downstairs, and I play for 30 minutes, And then I go upstairs, put them to bed, then I come back downstairs, play for maybe another 30 or 45 minutes. Now Madam's ready to, you know, do something. Maybe we watch a TV show, maybe we play a card game or something. So for me, that's like healthier. It's like, it's additive to my life. It's not my life. Like the guys that are, there's been people calling me out about like, I don't play enough games, like, or I don't have any trophies or whatever. And it's like, I mean, I actually have played a ton of games. Like that's why I posted those screenshots today. I was like, look at all the hours I've put in. I actually do play games. It takes me a little bit longer now than it used to, right? I'm in a different place as a content creator. I'm at a different place as a dad, so it takes me a little bit longer to clock those hours in. But I think that's just weird behavior to to look at somebody and expect them, or to like check them, like, well, you don't play games or you don't get trophies or whatever. And it's like well everybody's at a different place in life do you know what i'm saying that would be like me measuring your worth by saying you know well, how many walks do you go on you're like well i don't well i go on one every day you gotta get those walk hours up bro like that would be stupid right like my life where i am right now that's something that's woven into it that 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 brings me joy i enjoy it or whatever but that's what my life is it's like well that's something that i value and that i do how many, you know, how many soccer games are you coaching? How many soccer games do you go into in a week? You're like, none. <laughs> and then me using that as like a measurement to judge you is just odd because it's like, well, that's something I'm doing and that's something that I value. So I I don't necessarily miss it. I don't necessarily miss it. Because I think it's healthier for me now. It's more of an additive thing. It's more of a. Yeah, only one walk, you're worthless. Yeah, somebody who's like running for miles a day or riding a bike for miles a day, they're like, oh, one walk, you're a joke. It's like, you can always find something that you're doing more than another person. And if you use that as a measurement of judgments to make your yourself feel superior, then that's just a sign of an inferiority complex. If like you're taking some arbitrary measurement, you're like, well, I do this more than you, therefore you know I'm better than you or whatever and it's like well that's you're just you're just self-reporting that's that's a that's an inferiority complex so there's not a part of me that thinks man I wish I could play more I wish I could put in more hours sometimes I think it would be nice to be able to play games and finish games on stream because then we'd have all that content but it's just not what the brand is is cemented in the brand is cemented into a talk show that's what people want that's where the value is that's what people look for but <coughs> Excuse me, and because of that that's just not something I get to do and there's there's always a twinge of like it'd be really fun to do certain playthroughs I've always wanted to do a lethal playthrough of Ghost of Tsushima with the black and white filter on that's just something that I'd love to do you know that's just not conducive to what we do here it's not conducive to the content flow it's not conducive to the brand the identity of what we do and what people want so But I don't think I miss being like, oh man, I wish I could slam out nine hours in a video game on a Saturday. You know? You want to be present in your kids' lives and spend time with your partner, you quiet quitter? Well, Creature will tell you, as my producer, he'll tell you that there are lots of things that I don't do and we don't do because I refuse to burn the candle at both ends and miss this season in my kid's life. You know what I mean? I'm not going to miss a... A, a, a soccer game or you know family swim or I'm not gonna miss when well, my daughter was doing ballet right like a ballet recital or something like that I'm not gonna miss those things you know because I, I just refuse It's like so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play lots of video games I don't have time I play as much as I possibly can uh, I chisel away at games that I'm enjoying and you know and then and then and then I move on to something else like I beat Jedi Survivor and it's like well now I'm playing Phantom Liberty you know and I'm hoping I'm hoping to beat Phantom Liberty and then maybe move through the entire game of Cyberpunk and then I'll probably put that on pause when Spider-Man 2 comes out and I'll, you know and I'll definitely beat Spider-Man 2 you know I might even I might even go for a completionist run on Spider-Man 2 I've never really done that before you know if it only takes 30 hours and I've already got 20 hours in the game you know well, I'll see how my mood is I'll see how I'm feeling Tell you this, I'm constantly advising him that he should be an absentee father, but this hard-headed effort just won't listen. <laughs> hey, can I get a thumb for members? Because I've I've scheduled the premiere. I need the thumb. I need the thumb to uh, to have that thing redirect. I can't schedule without it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. He's not. He's he's not being serious. I mean, he is, but he isn't. He is, but he isn't. I kind of started to feel like I'm not the most important person. I'm starting to feel like I'm not the most important person in your life. No, sorry, you're not, Zuby. <laughs> I'm kind of sad. Like tonight's last soccer practice, right? I'm kind of sad. I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss them. They're such they're such good they're such good kids, good players. It's been really fun. Thank you for the stream. Yeah, no problem. Nope, no thumb. Go play with your kids. <laughs> No, 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 no. We got work to do. We got work to do. We got to debrief because that PlayStation Portal, it's a PlayStation day. My premiere is going to go live in about 30 minutes. We're all going to go watch it together. I'm going to gift a bunch of members that I owe you. And we're going to check out the PlayStation Portal. And uh, I told you so. I told you so. It's a victory lap upload uh, because it's doing well. And I told people that it would. And... I don't blame you. I don't normally start playing until uh, after my girls are in bed. It's just so difficult, man. So much of your day is wound up in stuff that they're doing. Um, You know, just every little thing. You know, my parents are coming into town this week. So last night, we're we're cleaning the house, you know, and we're we're vacuuming and we're, you know, putting toys away. And I blinked and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's bedtime. (laughs) You know what I mean? Isn't every day a PlayStation day? Well, it depends on who is uh, hating me in the moment solemn. Somebody some people will say he never talks PlayStation, all he does is bash Xbox. I always find that to be interesting. That one that one's fun. And then there's the here comes this PlayStation pony, you know, chilling for PlayStation. So, it just it's the day of the week, right? Day of the week, you know, how upset they are, how unhappy they are in their life. They'll just kind of grab one of those, Guy never talks PlayStation." I'll do like seven shows in a row. And they'll be like, well, yeah, you just out here chilling for PlayStation. I'll finally circle back to Xbox. Well, oh, this guy does this bash Xbox. <laughs> it's like, I waited 20 days to talk about Starfield. I took like a 20-day break. Here he goes again. <laughs> it's all this guy does. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's this weird inverse of time dilation that happens, right? It's like there's this weird, it's like the inverse of time dilation it's like it's been 20 days since he's talked about this that's all he talks about it's like all right <laughs> whatever you say bro whatever you say i can't say when my child was a baby i raised my kid my significant other poured themselves into a game and a guild our child grew up and my significant other missed so much i can tell you they regret it heavily yeah i refuse to do that i refuse I love the first game of Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Me and my four-year-old son will enjoy. He replaced everything except for the God-awful Mary Jane missions. Yeah, I've been curious if my son would be wanting to play Spider-Man 2, two-player, because they put out the co-pilot feature, so you can, like, basically play a game on two controllers. So I've been kind of curious to see if he would enjoy that. We're working our way through It Takes Two right now, and that has been really, really fun. Uh, That's been really, really fun. So I'm going to see, I'm going to see what he decides, what, what he, what he, what he wants to do, uh, when we're done with it takes two, we're really enjoying that game. That game's been, a, that game's been a lot of fun. Pronus wave one was small to gauge interest while not overproduced easy to sell out. I got two pre-ordered, so I'm interested, but I'm betting it's self-imposed shortages. I, I don't know if it's self-imposed shortages or it's, this is how much we think we can sell. And they did it in a day. And so now it's time for wave two, which is exactly how you do a rollout of an accessory. I address all that in the video, so you have to wait and see what I say in the video. Uh, PS Portal, Sales, Debrief. And we'll debrief with members too. So if you guys want to discuss that with me, you're going to need to be a member. That is extra content. That's not the show that you're in right now. That is not the show that you're in right now. Um, I know there has been some criticism about how we handle members and membership content. I think it's hilarious that people who create a fourth of the content that I do want to criticize me for doing members-only content. I I find that to be hysterical. Um, I do more talk shows and more uploads than they do. I do more in a week than they do in a month. And then I also do extra shows for members. So I always find it funny to watch people who have a fourth of my production criticizing the fact that I do members and members only content so maybe you could do members only content if you weren't lazy and made more content but you know I'm not telling you how to run your channel (laughs) just making a fair judgment that's all I enjoyed the Mary Jane missions they're not bad in my opinion I'm doing it takes two with one of my kiddos such a great game it is so fun it's such a great game It's so good. It's so excellent. Like, every time I've replayed it, every time I've replayed it, I've played... I played with Hilly, I played with Madam, and now I'm playing with my son. Every time, I'm like, I get why this game won game of the year. It's amazing. So much. It's so... I'm always struck. Every time I've played it, I'm like, it's not over yet. There's more. We're in the... um. We're in the plant. No, we just finished the plant section, and we're now in the music section. Like, when we got to the plant section, I was like, "It's it's got to be almost over. And then we got to the plant section, I was like, nope. And then we got to the music section, and I'm like, oh, I think the music section is the last, I think. Every time I played through the game, I thought the same thing. Every time. I'm like, my gosh. <laughs> like, my gosh, this is so much video game. So much video game. The MJ missions were so incredibly boring. Hey, hey, let's leave creators on a four-year decline alone. They need something to talk about. (laughs) I just found it humorous. It's like, I create more free content in a week than you do in a month, and you're going to criticize me for having members-only content. It's like, okay. (laughs) All right. Tubbs Gaming jumps in with a member plus. Thank you so much tubs and at a member plus you get access to everything that we do Monday through Thursday everything the only thing you you the only thing we do extra beyond that is we do one VIP stream a a week that's it but you get into the writers room the debrief you get into streams with my wife on Friday night so thank you so much for selecting member plus I greatly appreciate that I thought It Takes Two was a little long. We enjoyed it, but we both thought it was too long. The only reason I don't agree with that, Eugene, is because every section is so different. It kind of refreshes itself. You're like, okay, now we have a whole new mechanic to deal with. You know, the the plant section. Whole new mechanics. Right? And then the song section, the music section. Whole new mechanics. Like, it's, it's always kind of refreshing itself. That's why I don't mind how long it is. I really, really like it. What's the point of having members and not doing separate shows just for your members? I mean, there's clips ripped out of context where I said something to the effect of, if you like the fact that we're not constantly running ads during the live show, considering supporting, and I've been accused of manipulating and e-begging, and it's just ludicrous. That's not at all what I was doing. That's not at all what I was doing. Lono played it very segmented too. I mean, I play once a week with my son, so it doesn't feel long I think for that reason because it's like we play for an hour and a half on a Saturday and then we wait an entire week before we jump back in again so I believe Ginger Prime is going to make a video about it he went and looked at the context of what I was saying because there are people that do that there are people that are unkind to their audience and berate them or guilt them into doing members and that's not at all what I was doing I have never done that I that you, you can't get to member counts that I've gotten to by doing that. I don't think it works. I think that runs out of gas really, really fast. I was just leveling with people and being honest about what platforms typically do in the live environment. All you have to do is look at Twitch. All you have to do is look at Twitch and how they've completely oversaturated their platform with advertisements. Look at former employees that have talked about how expensive it is to service up live service content. I mean, so I'm sorry, live streaming content, how expensive it is, and... I was just leveling with people because YouTube is trying to get us to do that. They're constantly trying to turn on automatic ads and sometimes they do it without our permission. I'm constantly dismissing it, disabling it, and then I have to double check that it's been disabled. We've had a couple of streams disrupted by it and I'm like, come on. And the only silver lining, the only silver lining is that we're hearing YouTube's going to start putting the ads in the chat box so that I get to keep streaming. Whoever came up with that idea that's right on the money because they understand the ecosystem of the live environment the ecosystem of live environment is you can't disrupt the show I can't be like midpoint mid rant mid debate and all of a sudden it's like you know Coca Cola's new logo and you're like what the heck happened so I don't want that to happen and I think something that we can showcase to YouTube is that when you have thriving channels that do high member counts we should be able to forego that we should be able to yeah, we still didn't get Mark Miller with that many, uh with that many members. Feed still doesn't have a membership. Um, I'll give you an example. So we're we're kind of we're kind of off subject, but that's okay. In 20 minutes, we're gonna go to a premiere about PlayStation Portal. Let me give you an example. So when I was on the Purple platform, they would enable you to disable pre-roll ads if you ran enough ads. I think, personally, there should be another metric. And the metric should be members per hour. And I think if you can generate a certain amount of members per hour, you should be able to completely opt out of disruptive advertisements because that's you generating revenue in the live environment without smacking people with ads. Does that make sense? So the Purple Platform was always trying to do that. They're always trying to ham fist ads into the live environment. Well, I think YouTube's approaching it better by putting the ad in the chat box because it doesn't disrupt the broadcast. But something else they could do is they could incentivize people saying, hey, there's a couple of things it could do. Hey, if you sign up for YouTube Premium, you get a free membership to my channel. Guess what we're doing? We're selling YouTube Premium and we're letting people watch an ad-free environment, which let me tell you, if you spend any time on YouTube with YouTube Premium, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. So you could get your streamers, your live streamers, to start promoting YouTube Premium. That's a win for YouTube. The next thing you could do is you could incentivize saying, hey, instead of running an ad, you could generate a certain amount of members and then we can forego ads. We don't need to have pre-rolls on. We don't need to have mid-rolls on. Now, I add mid-rolls to the VOD when I'm no longer live because that doesn't stop you from seeing the content. It pauses the content and then it picks up right where it left off. Wouldn't ticker ads work? I think the problem with ticker ads is I don't think advertising companies and marketing companies like them as much. I think they like the quick full screen or like the the bumper or the banner ads. I think ticker ads are easy to ignore, which is why, because I would say the same thing, Donnie. It'd be amazing if I could right now click, yeah, run an ad and it just put it down here and I could just keep talking. That would be amazing because then I'm doing the thing YouTube values, but I'm not disrupting the show. Do you see? And so I was just having a frank conversation with my audience. There's a guy who stalks the channel every day. It's absolutely disturbing. And he clipped me out of context and he frames it and says, well, this guy is, you know, trying to threaten his audience or manipulate his audience or whatever, whatever people were saying. And it's like, that's not what I was saying. They thought that I was basically saying if we don't get members, I'm going to run ads. And it's like, that's not what I was saying. No. A healthy live ecosystem will be generating revenue. If a a live environment's not generating revenue, the company will find a way to get the money. Look at Twitch. They're not going to sit idly by and just throw money away at the live environment. They're not going to. So... I was just being frank with people. I've never manipulated. I've never guilted. I've never shamed or, or scolded people about membership. I've never done that. I've been doing this for eight years and I've always told people whenever somebody does that, there's a clip floating around about a guy right now and he scolds somebody for doing a single gifted member. Okay. And everybody's clipping it and calling him a piece of scum and a piece of trash. You have to understand that that's what he wants he, he's doing that because he knows that will go viral. This has happened many, many times before. Many, many times before now, people have done that. They intentionally get toxic, they scold their audience, they complain about not getting enough or whatever, and then it goes viral. It's, it's, it's like, it's by design. They're like basically taking advantage of the hubris and the self-righteousness of social media because people are like, this is so, this guy, this is unconscionable. And it's like, well, you'd never watch him to begin with. Like your judgment of him is kind of pointless, isn't it? They're trying to make it look like you're asking for money. That's exactly right. Yo, what's good, Brooklyn Breed? Yeah, 200 members today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, get, somebody did a super chat and said it was their birthday and they wanted a member train. So Ghost in the Garage Gaming and Javier Cotto obliged. <laughs> they obliged. They actually tried to say you were claiming if a channel was underperforming, YouTube would force ad on the channels. No, that's not what I was saying. I was saying that could become a reality because that's what happened on Twitch. They weren't generating enough revenue in the live environment to... Offset costs of live streams. So what did they start doing? They oversaturated their platform with ads. And we have it on good authority from a former Twitch employee that it's so expensive to service live streams, they lose money on the big streamers. So... Again, being transparent with the audience. I'm like, listen, y'all, if you like the fact that there are live streams you can watch and there's not a single ad the entire time, you better consider that reality is shaky because YouTube's gonna look at it and say, we're losing money. We gotta make money. That's our job. Our job is to make money. We're not making money, figure out how to make money. That's what Twitch did for the last like five years completely oversaturated their platform with ads and monetization and bits flashing in your face and hype trains flashing in your face. Why? Because they weren't making enough money. And I hope YouTube's approach is different. If the ads are only ever in the chat, that's great. I will happily run ads I don't know, on the hour, if they want me to run them more often than that, it needs to be less intrusive, it needs to be worth it, because running ads as a live streamer, it just hurts your viewership, it, it hurts your momentum, it hurts your vibe, it hurts the conversation, it's destructive, and that's all I was saying, and people are completely misrepresenting what I was saying. Karma is a real thing. Some content creators are learning the hard way. They should just stick to reviews or whatever else they grew their channel on, especially if they're a much larger channel. I mean, I think salt shakers, that's what I call them. I think salt shakers make content that gets quick results. But I've always said this. The short game will give you short gains. And the long game will give you long gains. And I've always played the long game. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to do content like that. I'm not going to react. I'm not going to talk about them, show the clips. I'm not going to defend myself. Now, I'll happily talk about it right now and say, big picture, this is what I was talking about. But I'm not going to sit here and go out and name them and react to their content. I'm not going to dignify it. I'm not going to dignify their content because it's, I don't believe it's worthy of that. But I have no problem telling people, like, listen, <laughs> like, that is not at all what I've said. I have been streaming... I've been streaming for eight years. I've been streaming on YouTube for three years and I've never done that, ever. That is not what I was doing in that clip. You have too much of a conscience to guilt people into buying a membership. Right, like I've always said, if if you can, I've said probably thousands of times, like if you cannot afford a membership, we appreciate that you're here. Hit like, hit subscribe. The more you engage, the more likely you'll get a gifted membership. I myself gift hundreds of members every single month. That's part of the, what this is. It's like, I owe you guys 40 members right now. No. Yeah, I owe you 40 members. Printing snail, I have no desire to talk about that. <clears throat> so, I you know, if, if you're here and you got a gifted member, if you're here and, and you're waiting on a gifted member, or you're here and you can't afford a membership, like, you're here and that's what counts. Like, hitting like... Hitting subscribe, talking in the chat, lurking, all those things support the channel. To stream for eight years and to one time get transparent and say, hey guys, (laughs) YouTube's really trying to get us to run ads automatically in streams. And I really hope they don't do it on their own because that's what Purple started doing. And the thing that I love that I could do on Purple is I could go check a box that said, um, members don't see ads. I loved that setting because it was like, you will never see an ad on my channel if you're a member. That's I, I did that for five years. Well, not for five years. I did it for two years because once they started oversaturating the platform with ads, I was like, you don't have to see ads on my channel. Just, just, just become a member, right? I literally hurt my ad revenue because it was like, I would much rather you just be able to watch the show. And I would do the exact same thing on YouTube if I could. If I could check a box that says, if you become a member to this channel, you will not see an ad. You know what that would do? It would lower my ad revenue. And I would do it in a heartbeat. Because I would say, (laughs) that matters more to me. Having that interaction, having that value transmission to the people that are directly supporting me, that's way more important to, to me than ad revenue. And I think because I think about things differently and because I have a different business approach to this, I just get more transparent and people are self-reporting because that's how they think about the industry. They think about the industry in a money-centric What? how much can I make from the audience? And because they think like that, but they would never admit it, they project that onto me and they make presumptions about what I'm saying. They make presumptions about what I was arguing. So... I don't ever take it personally, Silent Merc. I don't ever take it personally. I don't. I, I I've never taken the attacks personally. It's always it's always and it's always evidence of a problem in the person, not in me. Like there's a there's a line between criticism and debate and attacking somebody. And the minute you're attacking somebody, you're just you're just making uh, you're just self-reporting about your own issues and your own problems, because that's how people keep couching it. They're like, "He's soft, he can't take criticism, he can't take debate." No, I I do that every day. I debate and take criticism from people all the time. They'll 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 try to tear apart, apart my argument. Longtime members do it all the time. They constantly disagree with me. That's not the same as name calling. That's not the same as mocking or false framing or misrepresenting or slandering or defaming. And that's where I think people's brains are just kind of broken on the subject. It's like they equate attacking a person calling them names slandering and defaming them and misframing them they think that's criticism. They think they're doing something intellectual and it's like no, you're just, that's just extended adolescent behavior that you're not criticizing my argument you're not engaging with the argument, you're just name calling. I have no desire to interact with that. I don't interact with it here in the chat I banned a guy the other day, we banned people for name calling other people in the chat. We had a guy who was a hardcore Sony fan, and he was just ripping into people in the chat, and we banned him. It's like, you're not having a discussion, you're just attacking people. I don't let people like that hang out here. Even if they don't, even if they don't attack me, if they just attack people in chat. I've walked at least three Sony guys out the door for that. I've walked out probably more Xbox guys for that, but... I, I probably have been more critical of Xbox over the years, so I've amassed more people that do that. They come in, get angry, and they start lashing out at chat or at me, and we have to walk them to the door. It's like, and that's not conducive to conversation. And you'll notice that the last couple of times we've touched on things that might get contentious or might get like nasty, the toxicity levels have been a lot lower. Why? Well, there's a community that left, and I'm glad they did because I don't want them here. They're not welcome, and I don't like them. They're not. They're not what you all are. They're not people that are wanting to have a conversation and a good faith debate. So, if you've you've been afforded a membership and you're like, man, this is great, and then you start to maybe hear things or see things, just know our outlook on membership has always been the same. It gets you into additive, extra, content and if you can't do a membership you're still going to get a live show every day sometimes two like um when ac mirage releases we'll do two live streams we'll do a talk show and then we'll do and then we'll do uh, ac mirage but you're either getting two live shows or you're getting a live show and an upload and then the members get the stuff that comes after that so that's every day monday through friday every day monday through friday is a live show and an upload or a live show and a live show. So you're either getting two live shows or you're getting a live show and upload every single day, Monday through Friday. And then I take the weekends off to spend time with my family. So anytime your membership lapses or maybe you don't have a membership or maybe you're like, dude, I've, I've fallen on some hard times. I can't have mine. That is totally fine. The gifted members will likely take care of you. And if they don't, no sweat. You'll get back in when the time is right. And you're, you, you are missing out on content, but it's extra additive content. It's not the main offer it's not the main show and it's also the content that is more expendable if I run out of time in a day or I've got to go do something early or I got to bail because like maybe I've got relatives in town or something that's the content that's on the chopping block not that not the not the free content but the content that's on the chopping block is the stuff that happens later in the day <clears throat> Uh, we're going to go to the premiere in eight minutes now when we get over to this premiere I owe you guys 40 members right here, right? Right here. I'll do a 50 bomb if we can hit if we can hit the next one. I'll do a 50 bomb. Because I, I would owe you 50 if it got to 250. I'll do it if we just get to the next one. So I'll give a little extra uh, to say thanks to not only the people watching, lurking, liking, but to say thanks to the people who went crazy today. So if we can get this to 225, I will literally go beyond what I owe. I'll do a 50 bomb in the premiere. I'll give you guys as much time as possible to hit this. you got seven minutes. That's going to bring the maximum amount of people with us to the members' content. We used to call it Operation Joystick. It was like, all right, guys, we're getting ready to go to members. Let's gift a bunch of members. And I would gift a bunch of members. Why? We're trying to bring people with us into the extra content. Like, that's how we roll here. I am getting the portal. I've already pre-ordered mine. I ordered mine through the PlayStation Direct. I'll have it on November the 15th. Um. yeah what's this guy been saying he's been kind of he's been kind of chiseling away at people all day today I don't buy anything day one it's stupid okay you think anyone other than kids with FOMO care about if he can play a game day one or not yeah I don't like you I don't like you I've seen enough I've seen enough not tall enough to ride this ride you're just attacking people and being toxic. And that's not the first time today. If you get a response like that from Zubair, then it's probably time to walk you to the door. DK Beggar with a member. Outsider with a single gifted. An RPG with a single gifted. Taking us to 209. They said, all right, come on, guys. Let's usher in this 50 bomb. Let's get as many people as we can in the door. You got six minutes. Rip Bozo. That's like the third or fourth time he's been like... He, he's a, he's. I feel like... When guys are doing that, they're just trying to upset people. Like I don't think he genuinely thinks that. Only children and and idiots who are who, who fall into FOMO buy games day one. What do you l- look at the day one sales of games? That's so many people. Patrick Q with a gifted member taking us a 210. Thank you so much, Patrick Q like he's literally saying that it's inflammatory it's like i'm gonna try to upset people i'm gonna try to make people angry it's like i that that you're not welcome here that's that's not conducive to dialogue you're just insulting people like that's you can say for you personally you don't do that right ruin the potential of the name Raúl. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather somebody like that not get a chance to come into members-only content because he's just going to bring the stink over there. Doc would be ashamed. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, he was poking and prodding and no one was taking the bait. It was for over an hour he was doing it. I just ignored him. And then when Zubair chimes in, I'm like, yeah, it must be pretty bad. Zubair is usually pretty chill. Alan Wake has no performance mode on the Series S. I don't know why anybody's surprised about that. I don't know why anybody's surprised about that. (laughs) Guys, you got five minutes. We need 15 more. I'm going to do a 50 bomb in the premiere. In the premiere. I'm going to put a link in chat. So in five minutes, we're going to go to a premiere. It's about the PlayStation portal. I told you so. I told folks this thing was going to do well. And everybody doubted me. Everybody Everybody doubted the PlayStation portal. And the thing is already selling out. Not just selling out, but selling out fast. Which I think is indicative of how the market is already responding to it. He gave the cryptark in D2 a bad rep. <laughs> when you whisper to the void, does it whisper back? <clears throat> okay, hang on. Let me... Let me get my thumbnail ready for my tweet. Hey, go. Do 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 do. PlayStation. PlayStation 5. Okay. All right. I'll post a link in chat. uh, And redirect will also take you over there. I'll give you guys a little bit of time in the premiere to get this remaining 15. Like I said, I'm going to drop a 50 bomb. I'm going to go beyond what I owe. Because right now, I only owe 40 members. Okay. If we hit 225, I'll do 50. I'll go extra. I'll just hit that 50 bomb. I'll just drop it on chat in the premiere. We honestly just need three people right now to quickly do five, uh, three, five bombs just real quick. And we, we, uh, did I, did I paste the right link in that? I did. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, there it is. Zachary guy says, come on guys. We can do this. He gives one. Let me go to the announcements room in the discord. Tell everybody where we are going. You guys got two minutes, two minutes. That's a funny tweet, Eugene. That's a funny tweet. If redirect doesn't work, if redirect doesn't work, you can use the link in chat or it will be the featured video on the channel so you can always just come back to the channel and refresh and when the premiere is over, we will be hanging out with members. When the premiere is over, we will be hanging out with members. Javier Codo. Javier Codo. Spider-Man is for children. That's a meme. He's joking. (laughs) Javier Cotto setting up a possible 10 bomb dunker at 215 out of 225. We'll see if anybody takes it. Cotto with the freaking MVP of the day taking the crown. This guy's absolutely crazy. A catwalk says I'll help. There's another five. Come on. We're right on the doorstep. We're right about to leave somebody slamming home with another five and let's get the heck out of here and go to this premiere about the PlayStation Portal and the sales and it's selling out and I told you so. So let's go see what's going on and I will gift. I'm going to drop a 50 bomb in this premiere. I let you guys go all the way to the buzzer. That's why I do it in the premiere. It's so that we maximize the time that you have to pay it forward. So we're going to have 275 total members today once I do it. Game length was leaked. It was. It was. Alright, I'm going to spam the link in chat. There's the link. We still need five more. You can do it in the premiere. I'll see you guys over there.